Production. No auto. Touch a trend, be wildin' with it Check on your mans, I heard he got hit in his head But he almost died, so I can say his name Cause he ain't dead How you let a nigga vouch for you who just got out the feds Sneaking pigs by Von Moe like Lil Bro won't come out and spin He ain't heard a flash, so he don't count, I still a give him 10 I got hoes, I call my sisters, fucking off them hoes dead I don't let them play with Vernie, I'm just waiting on my chance If Vernie say a nigga dead, then a nigga dead Lil Bro, you can't hop in here, this bitch a hot cop They like bro, it's nook, not the smirk, nigga fuck Oh yeah, we jumped right into it since Big King wanna talk today. Okay. Bro, I told you the people were saying that uh that you be down a lot, Big King. You think you be down or you just be chilling? Bro, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I just no, come you, no 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 no. I want what? you to care right now for the sake what of the mean? for the sake of the question. Do you think you be down? Down like what? Low like, energy? Yeah. Nigga, I'm not no shucking and jiving ass nigga. I'm not that type of person. I was about to crack a real good joke, but you tried to fight me last time I cracked that joke. So. <laughs> Y'all remember when you were like, nigga, you act like you you act like I'm your friend and just be behind you like shucking and jiving and shit. Like, ah. Man, you got this shit. <laughs> Anyway, man, another episode of Sit Down with Slim, man. As y'all see, we got a special guest in the building. My dog, Stan the Man. Um, I woke up early this morning trying to see how I was, uh, what I was going to talk about. And I was like, you know what? I ain't writing shit down. I'm just going to freestyle. How y'all doing today, though? How y'all doing this morning? Living. You know, another day. You sure you all right, Big King? Yeah, I'm straight. Okay. I don't know, bro. See, here's the, here's the thing. <laughs> what? It's beef already? We no, just started, bro. You bro. just be letting people get in your head, bro. No, bro. I'm just yes, fucking you, with you. Bro, no. I don't let people get in my head. Yes, I don't care do, about bro. none of that extra because shit. Because at the end of the day, it depends on what, what, what you want. If you if that's what you want, then that's what you want. But if, if not, if you want... I don't know. No, no, no. I'm not on that. I'm not on that. I was just asking was you okay, period. Nigga, I'm good. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, what about you, Stan? This nigga's about to go off on me. You see? Bro, I'm not about to be I'm trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> nah, I'm not. Because he, he trying to say, because he talked to some people yesterday, and they said I was trash on the pod or something. I don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. They ain't say that. They said they said he was good on the pod, but they said, why don't I have people that's more well-known around the city on the pod? And I was telling them, like, nigga, because I don't give a fuck about you niggas. Yeah. <laughs> what do I, they like, mean by that, though? Like, like, like somebody with a bigger following. Like, yeah. And like, I, don't even, I ain't got no following. I'm just basically I'm, like people that a lot of people in the city yeah. know and like you know honestly dog and I, I'm just gonna keep it a buck that's main lane like I let main cover like city stuff okay mm-hmm. like and, and I don't mean I ain't trying to be rude when I say this but I don't really care about like city events and city politics and yeah all that type of stuff because honestly I'm not from Augusta bro so oh, it's okay. weird for me I, to I do that. I was just about to say that I kind of feel where you coming from because growing up as a military child I don't really like have a strong loyalty to really no individual place. Mm-hmm. So when yeah. it comes to stuff like that's why when you said that I was like, what's what's the purpose of, of that? If it's not somebody who's on be able to have a good conversation, why does it matter if they're well known or not? Like what's the objective you trying to get by getting somebody that's more well known in the city? That's I don't really understand that. Well I think I think overall this is what I think it is though. I think that like only you can see your vision. 
So mm-hmm. other people is going to have these crazy-ass visions for you. Like, okay. recently, everybody has this crazy vision of me joining the Manosphere and only talking about Manosphere content. Like, you was just talking about earlier about the episode I did with Leah. Mm-hmm. They were like, that shit was real good, bro. You really need to tap into that. But what they don't see is, I didn't really say much that episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I pretty much just let them talk because that's not my thing. Like, mm-hmm. bro, I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes I wake up and I fucking hate women. I'd be like, they're the most self-centered motherfuckers alive. (laughs) Some days, like today I wake up and I'd be like, I hate niggas. Niggas is the most trashest, laziest, bummiest creatures you can find on the face of this earth. And I just go back and forth between that. You're more objective. That's what it sounds like to me. Because with the red pill shit that you hear, a lot of it is one-sided. So it's like the guys that's complaining about the stuff that women do. And then on the other side, it's like, I don't know what they call their shit, but... The women that's talking about all the shit that how men are trash and shit, but you're more objective because you see the trash on both sides. That's yeah. how I, that's where I identify as as well. Like, yeah, so I would have the worst manosphere channel of all time. <laughs> like, dead or you gonna have the guys that's gonna it's agree too, the shit. Bro, that it's you too see. hard. It's too hard to be in your manosphere bag. Like, yeah, because you got to look at the world realistically. Like, it's exactly. too hard to just say all women is trash, all this stuff. You know, because. Like I said, bro, this is real life, bro. We grew up with strong women, strong mothers. No, you, you know did. what I'm saying? I've seen a lot of women. I got more respect for women than I do a lot of my friends. You know what I'm saying? I see them doing a lot more. It's just, you know, you can't. Big King, think about this, though. Imagine yeah. imagine we just started a Manosphere channel, right? We're going to come in mm-hmm. this bitch twice a week, and we're going to shit on women. Yeah. And we're going to call this shit Kevin Samuels uh, Jr. Pod, right? <laughs> yeah. We're going to hang out with our trash-ass friends. Yeah, that's the worst part. And we part. come in here and we have to debate a woman on how on how more women have their shit together than men. Bro, mm. we're going to get fried in that debate. Yeah, we just we just left around four or five niggas who ain't got their shit together exactly. and she just she just got off a yacht with all her friends that's educated, mm-hmm. that's stable, all that shit. How the fuck can I do that? That's a good yeah. point. And I'm gonna be honest with you, and I truly do believe women have their shit together more than men, and I'm not going to but I'm not going to sit here and debate cooks on women having more help. Cause I don't care who gives a fuck. Yeah, oh yeah. But that's where it went in. Cause I don't care about who the fuck gets more help and who doesn't. It's like, bro, you're a grown ass man. Like, relax, bro. And men, men have fucking disgusting ass pride and egos over shit that it just don't fucking matter. Bro. I agree. That shit is gross. But um, I know where I want to start the pod at though. My dog Stan. What's Hannah? Um. My nigga Big King, man, he said he said you probably the nicest friend that I have. Yeah. He always says that shit. Honestly though. And you know what that shit means to me? What's that? He's jealous of you. Wait, you hold on. Wait, wait, what? Why you say I'm that? I'm about to tell you. I'm about to tell you. <laughs> I got a great point. I've been, I've, been thinking, I've been thinking of this shit for months. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you why this nigga jealous. Bro, my nigga Big King, his 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 whole pride and joy and like his biggest goal in life. It's to be the best nigga in the world. Right. <laughs> he this wants nigga. to be the best nigga in the world. He wants to tell everybody he's the best nigga in the world. Okay. So the person who you are, the person that he sees you as, is like this good ass nigga that he wants to be. He is a good And he nigga. know he can't do that shit. I mean, I could. I, I no, you want, can't. I, I wouldn't I want you to no, be No, you me, can't, though, like, bro. I could. No, you can't. But it you just, think you can. Nah, Stan's just... Stan's just a way more level-headed, nicer person. 
Um, I'm a nice person too. Like when most people meet me, they say, "Oh, Big King, you super nice." Super you friendly. nice, but you ain't the nice nigga you think you is. Nah, because but behind closed doors, I'm a mean ass nigga. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's, yeah. So that's why I say Stan is like a true like good nigga. That's why I be saying that. Like me, in, I'm in like re- in regards to what though. I feel like you are just a good person. Like you, you want the best for everybody. I okay, like. you I can know what agree with that. I can agree with that. Like I, I ain't got there yet. Like it's some niggas that I still. Do you think you are gonna get there though? Eventually, yeah. I told you, just like my dad, like yeah. y'all, like y'all ultimate goal is to be super nigga, super saiyan folk. Yeah, like that's y'all fucking ultimate. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yes, See, it is. is. No, bro. Here's the thing, bro. No, here's the thing, bro. Because some niggas, bro, some niggas don't believe that they could be decent men, like decent yeah, human beings. I agree with you. Great dads, great husbands, great fathers, or whatever. But like. A, a great brother, a great cousin, nigga, a, a, an amazing uncle. It don't mm-hmm. fucking matter, bro. Like, some people just say, oh, this is who I am. Let me not try to be better and improve myself. This is just who the Damn, fuck I Damn, I told am. Blue that this morning. I told him, I said, bro, I do think you trash, but you're not, like, trash like how women be like, this is my personality. This is who I am. Yeah. Like, no, these are things that you can change about yourself. Like, your work ethic is really trash, but you can change that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like when women have the attitude of "this is who I am," they're never changing. Just get away from that. Absolutely, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I don't, yeah. I don't deal with people like that. But back to you, uh, being being this super nigga. I got a question. Mm-hmm. So you said that you want to get to be that type of person. What do you feel mm-hmm. like is holding you back from being that? I'm, a, I'm. I hold a lot of grudges, and I'm a very. <laughs> I'm a very angry ass nigga. Like people wouldn't even know it though, bro. I'm just very angry. weird grudges too. Them shits be hold, super weird. I hold, yeah, I hold very hard grudges. I'm I'm a super angry person. I'm super aggressive. People wouldn't know that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because most of the time I try to like pretend like I'm just this normal nigga walking amongst people and shit. But like I'm an angry person, bro. And I have a lot of pent up frustration. So that's the part that I got to get better with. You know what I'm saying? It's just the anger, the grudges. Stuff like that. Um, so I would say I went through a, a long period where I felt like I had a lot of hate in my heart as well. I was mm-hmm. like I was in some very dark Stand, places. My stuff, bad, bro. So. Can you bring the microphone? Yeah, I got you. Um, yeah, you good. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's something that you got to take time to work on. Uh, you got to just do a lot of introspection. And, yeah. you know, it, I, I said this the other day on Facebook um, about people – uh, doing more projecting instead of introspecting. Uh, mm-hmm. Like they, it's so much easier to put the world did this to me, these people did this to me, so that's the reason why I am the way I am. Or you could actually switch the per, uh, perspective and yeah. say, I'm the way I am because I haven't worked this out within myself and then start to work those things out within yourself. And once you do that, it don't really matter what somebody else do. You, you don't, it, it really doesn't matter. Like you, you gonna move how you gonna move anyway. Yeah. And that's the person that I've become. So that might be who you're speaking to when you say Stan being a good person and stuff is the, the person that did all the work after that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that. Like, um, I was thinking about this also for us to talk about, like, the the evolution, I'm going to call it evolution of Stan, right, is interesting as hell. So it's like when I first met him, how old was we? Probably like 23? Probably. Either probably 22 or 23. Younger than yeah, 21, 22. Yeah. Oh, matter of fact, yeah, it was right when I started going to school, so it had to be twenty one, twenty two. Mm-hmm. And um, because you're you're younger than me, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so 
it's interesting, Big King, because I don't see Big King. You remember the time in my life where I was like 19, 20, and I was still trying to make my transition. Yeah. Like I was like, I'm gonna sell drugs all day, but I'm also gonna go to college. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I was making that transition. Yeah. Okay, so by the time I met Stan, I was completely out that shit. I was completely in school, and but I still was trying to make my transition as a man. Mm. So it was like interesting being around Stan, and I remember like that was one of my first times where I was like, oh, I need better friends. That was the first time I thought of that. Because, mm. like, I would go kick it with this nigga, like, damn, this nigga cool as fuck. Like, my friend's really trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Big King, weren't you there that day I snapped on them niggas? When? When uh, me and Turk was about to fight. Was you there that day? I probably was, but I probably was drunk. Oh, I, don't know. I know Stan was there. That was, like, my breaking point. That's when yeah. I was like, bro, I need all new friends. I hate all of you niggas. <laughs> and it probably happened a lot worse than how I'm describing yeah. <laughs> A lot worse, bro. Like, I went off, bro. I was mad as hell. Like, you niggas is trash. <laughs> I hate every last one of you niggas, <laughs> especially you, Turk, because you the leader when I'm not around. Yeah. Like, I was, like, just dissecting these niggas. I was like, the rest of you niggas is all just bitch-ass niggas. Y'all oh. little minions that just always need a leader. That's yeah. all y'all niggas is. Like, I was snapping, bro. But uh, Stan, though, it's like the person who you say Stan is, that's who he really was. Like, like mm-hmm. when I first met him, he was cool as fuck, like nice as hell. And, you know, it was the phrase, the nice guy finished last, right? Mm-hmm. So now you move forward like 10 years later. <sighs> that's what happens when the nice guy finished last. He turns to a new nigga. Now mm-hmm. my nigga Stan is in his Super Saiyan 3 stage. <laughs> <laughs> like, sometimes I be talking to this nigga. Like, you know how Blue be like on his, uh, what Blue be on? Blue be on his shit where he be like, man, women trash because he put them on such high pedestals. Yeah. Stan done cut the fucking pedestal down. Yeah. He don't, yeah, he don't no even play that shit no more. No, yeah. absolutely not. But you used to be like yeah, absolutely. the nice, like absolutely. the the lover guy. What happened, absolutely. bro? Um, reality. reality wakes you up man uh you realize uh to be honest with you man you realize that um what your perception of people just in general uh like human beings is is so much different like and even like you said putting women on the pedestal and stuff you kind of seeing them as these little flowers and stuff Mm. and once you actually start getting like homegirls and stuff and listening to them talk they really ain't that much different from us they, yeah. they built a little different, but they, they're not that much different. They just as savage, if not more, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. And you kind of got to realize that and like, hey, charge it to the game. You know what I'm saying? I don't blame nobody uh, for anything I've been in uh, prior relationships. Just know that nobody else going to get that shit off. So that's where, that's where <laughs> we at with it. Yeah. So um, what's, the, what's the biggest thing you had to go through or you had to learn to get you to, to, to where you at now off of the, uh, the, the nice guy? The, the the pedestalization of the shit, like putting, um, honestly putting, and I ain't trying to sound like the whole manosphere and shit and all that, but it's it's just reality. When you put people on a pedestal, then they almost develop a sense of entitlement and yeah. they don't really feel like they have to work for nothing. So you'll find yourself constantly trying to prove yourself to them. And it's almost to them, like it's a honor for you to be with them. Yeah. Like, like you should be happy that you're here. And that's not how it should really be. Women have a great way of doing that shit, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, and honestly, I don't even know if they necessarily try to do it. I think it's just built within them to do that. Yeah. So that's why you'll yeah. find themselves when they get to it. Like, so you have a lot of the guys, the quote-unquote nice guys, that's like, oh, the women want to date these ain't shit niggas and shit. It's not necessarily that. It's more of the chase because she can't get him as easily 
as she can get a nigga that's literally throwing himself at her and just yeah. worshiping the ground that she walk on. So yeah. they kind of they kind of like that thrill of having to chase a nigga, unfortunately, and in doing that. They sometimes might pick, you know, pick the wrong type of niggas, but the other guys that's like the good guys, they'll find themselves, they're like, I'm doing all this. I'm buying the flowers. You got your Michael B. Jordans and all of them. Mm-hmm. I'm renting out the fucking aquarium and putting these bouquet of flowers and 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 mills and shit, and then they still leave. Yeah. And it's like, damn, so what what is it that you You know want? what I call that though? Because you talking about Michael B. Jordan, you know what I call that? And I just told my homeboy this the other day. I call that growing up the ugly nigga. Mm. Why you say that, bro? When you grow up the ugly nigga, you tend to do more than 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 the average man would do. Because yeah. like you remember when you was That's young, the, truth that. the yeah. girls would come around. It'll be it'll always be four or five of y'all, and there'll only be like two or three girls, and the uh-huh. same two out of y'all five would always get the ass. Yeah, and the other niggas would never. So they had to eventually they grew up. And when they hit like 16, 17, they was like, oh, I'm about to figure out how to get this ass. I don't care if I got to tell this girl, hey, them niggas just going to fuck you and leave you. Me? I'm going to take you out to eat tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's growing up the ugly nigga. Yeah. It's also them same dudes that's like with a dude that shit on old girl. She go to him crying about the other guy. Oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, let me listen to you. And and he still ain't getting it. She going to go right back to him after she didn't work out whatever anger she had. And, Bro, um, <laughs> you know, I think so. I think uh, this generation is just too oversexual. Like, uh, I really want to get your take on this. I was talking to Big Keen about this right before you pulled up. Okay. And I, I, I don't know. I might have been tripping because Big Keen was looking at me like I was crazy. But, but I'm serious, bro. Like, sometimes it feels like sex just ain't worth it no more. Like, you be like, I want to have sex, but the biggest issue I'm having with sex right now is the expectation of satisfying the other person. It's like, I know myself. I know it gets me off. Okay. All I need is like five minutes. I'm good. Yeah. Maybe 15, but really about five. Let's dig deeper. And really, I only need that much time because just visually, I like what I see. Uh But I I really can get off a lot quicker. But visually, I like what I see, so I'm doing, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing. But honestly, like, I don't want to go through, I don't I don't want to go through the process of having this long-ass conversation with you, trying to figure out if you're going to suck me up or not. Then we finally get to having sex, and now it's fucking two in the evening, and I done spent my whole day trying to get some ass, and I really had shit to do today, but I just put it off and spent half my day trying to get some ass. Okay. Well, maybe, yeah. I don't know, bro. I thought about this the other day, though. Maybe we need to start rethinking, men need to re- start rethinking how we choose people to involve ourselves with. You feel me? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Why you said that? Just because, like, bro, we always leave with the goddamn little man downstairs. Like, he he <laughs> does the thinking. Like, yeah. he run this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we up here, we think we like these intelligent niggas who just got them. And we we have complete control over our emotions and feelings and all this other stuff. And then little man downstairs always got them. Bro, you got to think, bro. Every time you see a female, the first thing you think of is how she built, what her ass like, you know what I'm saying, what her titties like, what her face like, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just feel like it needs to become, that can't be a currency that women always use against us. Mm. You know, you know what, what? I feel you because yesterday you told me some shit that really hurt my feelings. What? You said, I ain't gonna lie, Slim. 
Every four out of five bitches you fuck with be trash as fuck. <laughs> I said, damn, that says a lot about me. Yeah, I said, bro, it at least, least got to be two out of three. That nigga was like, nope, four out of five. Bruh. And then it'd be, it be one that come through. It was on their shit. You know what I'm saying? Trash looks wise or just trash? Nah, not nah, looks. Just you could tell they just, oh, this bitch head ass. You know, I like I like ratchet bitches though. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's, so it's, not, it's not really my fault. This bitch be from the bottom. She work at Bojangles. Goddamn, got five kids. What, what Shawty used to tell me when we was in high school, she used to say, oh yeah, Slim slim like I'm hot and spicy. You remember yeah. the hot and spicy chicken sandwiches from McDonald's? Mm. She like, Slim like I'm hot and spicy. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yo, that's wild. But I, I, <laughs> that's wild. I don't know. It's too hard for a young man to have that kind of mindset of like, let me start rethinking how I, I approach women or what I want out of a woman. It's too it's too hard for a young man, but it's not really. But I, I want to teach my son that as he gets older, like, cause oh, you think that's about to work? Uh, it can, it can, because but, if you can find a woman with a good head on her shoulders and she has that, all the other things too, and you're not just leaning in like Stan. I know you got a question, but I really got to ask. No, you, this you one. go ahead, you go ahead. I'm listening bro, to what you're saying, bro. So, and this is a real last question. You got to think about this. Would you want your son to experience being with multiple women or would you want him to find his one and be with her forever? Which he, one would you rather him go if through? If he found his one, I'd rather him find his one. It's just, bro, you got to think, like... Do you think that's possible at that young of an age? I was going it's probability over bro, possibility. the thing is, point. you know how yeah. unhealthy that built our chemistry and relationships with women for us to hit all these women growing up and, like... It was almost like we 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 got to a point where we started devaluing them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You know I'm not about to argue. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, you want to make sure. And then here's the thing. I got a girl in my life right now that I'm scared to marry. You know what I'm saying? And she been rock solid for I don't know how many years straight. Got I got two kids with her. Why are you scared and to marry her? I'm deathly afraid to marry her because I don't trust women. In regards to what? <laughs> In regards to, I don't trust women. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it's explained. Like sex wise, financial. Just like wise. I've been through so many situations with women, where I'm talking to a girl. Next thing I know, goddamn big Pat piping her down in the dorm room. Uh, you know, I've, I've <laughs> my nigga Pat was goddamn Freddy Krueger boy. That nigga is gonna shout fuck out to your Pat, bitch. man. I was gonna beep. I was gonna beep your name out, but he said it again. So yeah, ain't nothing wrong, man. Pat, no. <laughs> Me and Pat, cool. But goddamn. So it's got, just I like got, I got some follow up questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you feel that way, mm-hmm. so did you not feel thing. that way in regards to having children with her? Honestly, I I had choice in having children, but I didn't really have a choice in having children because, you know, once once they get pregnant, it's day choice. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But it was my choice. To let them go inside of her, you know what I'm saying. But now that you're here, though, mm-hmm. so with that being said, because you are going to obviously be around to raise the children, yeah. So, what else is hindering you from marrying? Is it the financial aspect? Like, is it the legalities uh, just, of it? The one thing I'm real big on people becoming better people, and um, she's become better personally as a person. Okay, but. She hasn't evolved into her true self yet, and I don't know if I could be with somebody who ain't involved evolved into their true self yet. Because okay, that's fair. But she knows that, and she knows once I see that, and I see that she's just not waiting for me to play Captain Save a Hole all the time and like take care of everything. And 
I'm gonna do that regardless because I'm a man, bro. I'm gonna do that for like any woman I was with. Okay. I'm gonna take care of everything. Like you don't have to worry about nothing. But I don't want to have to do that for you. You know what I'm saying? I want to know that you want something too. You know what I'm saying? And I just want you to like be able to say, hey, I want to bring this to the table also. I don't want to be, you know, feeling like, damn, am I wasting my time? Like, am I wasting my life with somebody? Because it feel like I'm trying to do all this and I feel like my tires are spinning because I don't have a partner who's trying to lift me up also. You know what I'm saying? Or lift herself up also. That's the biggest thing to me. So that's the reason why we've been in the situation we've been in for so long is because, trust me, when I know she's ready for a ring, she's going to get one. Okay. And that's just facts. But we've ain't had these conversations a million times over. You know, I always put my relationship on blast. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a very honest person when it comes to stuff like that. And I feel like people should be more honest because it'd be like her grandparents be like, uh, people be like, oh, when you gonna make a when you gonna make an honest woman out of her? I was just about to ask you that. Yeah. Love that statement. Does that, that bother you? Yeah. Does huh? that bother you when people do that? Nah, I just be like, nigga, when you gonna make an honest woman out of her? You oh, marry okay. ass. Shit. Okay. Okay. I'm, you, I be, you handle that better than me because, you know, I dealt with that my whole life. And uh, yeah. I say the same thing every time. That nigga Mello want a ring too. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga head ass. <laughs> he chasing that motherfucker right now too. He cannot get that bitch. He just cannot get it, bro. Now, I respect what you were saying though because it sounds like you're act- actively having those conversations with her. And I think that's a, a large part you, of what people feel. The crazy... You know what's the craziest part about the dynamic between men and women, bro? Like, yo, like, if, like, like, yo, like, let's just say you had a woman, for instance, right? Okay. And y'all been together for a while. You know what I'm saying? They would never come up, like, your parents would never come up to her and say, when are you going to make an honest man out of my son? You feel me? Okay. It's like, there's this, there's this unspoken rule that no matter how a woman is, you're just supposed to su- accept her for how she is and put a ring on her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I agree. That shit I crazy. But see, agree. that's that old people shit because it's like, bro, she takes care of your home and your kids. That's not enough? No, nigga. <laughs> it's 2022. <laughs> I agree. Like, I'm, I'm you, damn near got to be lying. super. I got to be super nigga out here, bro. So she got to be super woman. And gas got them $5 a gallon. That's what I'm saying. The, Nigga, the, thought, the average cost of living is up to a thousand dollars. Yeah, I thought, bro. I asked these, bro. This dude, an intern, he interning under me. He say in Pennsylvania, bro, for a two bedroom in a nice area, two bedroom apartment is three thousand mm-hmm. dollars in a nice area. I said, how do you even? How do you live? Because I make I make good money, but in this economy, nigga, I'm poor. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. And this shit is crazy. Like I, th- like I've t- I say this all the time, bro. I thought at this point in my life, at the level of money I'm making, I thought I would be super, super straight, bro. You know what I'm saying? You thought you'd be in Miami on a yacht, bro. I thought Ace I was, of Spade on naked bitches and shit. I like I. And then, that's why. <laughs> oh no, nah, that's my dream. My fault. I forgot you said that wasn't your dream. <laughs> nah, not a bad dream to have. <laughs> nah, it's not bad, but do you? Nah, what you told me, Big King? You said you said see me. I just want to go on a nice trip, nature walk, go mm-hmm. hunt a little bit. Yeah. You, I want my dick sucked on the beach of Miami. <laughs> me, I'm a cabin in the woods of Colorado in the mountains. And you know what I told him, Stan? You goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's that simple for me, bro. That, I'm sorry. That's just the different types of lifestyles, you know what I'm saying? Different, different. But know. see, if you if you would have said that to Blue, the same thing, he would have been like, "Bro, stop acting like you better than me, bro." 
Why you say that? Because he said it to me yesterday. <laughs> like, bro, we was at work. I said, I wasn't going to talk about Blue, but I got to. We helped Damo work yesterday, right? Yeah. And Damo was so scared the whole time because I was busting my ass, and he just kept thinking I was about to leave. So he was scared the whole time. But uh, Blue looks at me, and he goes, so y'all can do this job. I said, I can't. And he goes, wow, we don't be doing shit. I said, that's exactly why I can't. I can't sit and just do nothing. Like yeah, I have I to always be moving. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta be doing something. And he said, "Bro, stop acting like you better than me all the time." I should have told him I am, but I told him, I told him, I said, yeah. I said, I said, "Nah, bro, I'm not saying I'm better than you. I'm just saying it's just different mindsets." I understand like, exactly. Like what you, mean. you like feeling like you're making more than what you're doing, and me mentally, I have to be doing something so time can go by. Cause ain't nothing worse than working at a McDonald's in the middle of nowhere where you have ten customers a night and your manager is saying, "At least look like you're busy." Yeah, There's nothing worse than that. I don't shit. like fake busy work. Like I don't me want to too. be there. And if you're gonna give me fake busy work, I'm gonna use this time. You're gonna pay me, and I'm gonna do some side shit that's gonna be actual productive work. Yeah. Correct. So that's where I'm at with it. But honestly, I think that's wired into uh, being a man, like the DNA of being a man, and that's why you. Are thriving in your uh, ventures that you're doing uh, outside of working a, a normal nine, nine to five is because of that drive of I want to keep getting better. I want to keep doing more. How can I improve what I'm currently doing? This is the level that I'm at. What level is above this? How do I get there? That's the difference between mm-hmm. that and then somebody who's just like I'm good where I'm at. I'm making this amount. I don't really have to do nothing. I'm, I could stay here forever. Those are is those are two different different type of men, and I'm not knocking blue for that. You know, what I'm saying I'm not necessarily yeah. saying that's who he is. Oh no, nah, you hit it on the head. The, but listening to the to the dynamic of what you just described, <laughs> yeah. that's what it sounds like to me. And I, <laughs> me being it, I've been in management for six years, so I've seen both sides of that with different type of people, especially with men. And yeah, one one thousand percent. There's two different type of men when it comes to that, and the ones that's on the other side that always is looking for that next level. They're going to be the ones that live longer. They're going to be the ones that thrive more. Yeah. Because when men don't feel like they have something to live or work towards, that's, that's when exactly they die what I early. Told him. That's exactly but what I told the cra- him. The crazy thing though is like, hold on, Bikini, Before you say that, because yeah, cool. I know what you about to say, bro. We was at a restaurant with Damo mm-hmm. like last week, maybe two weeks ago. And I, I just thought it was the most Baptist, interesting conversation I ever heard in my life. This nigga Big King was really trying to explain to Damo what a life of fulfillment was. And I was like, this nigga gotta be drunk. <laughs> you talking to a nigga who don't give a fuck about life about a life of fulfillment. That shit is head ass. Like, why even waste your time? Like, just, just what I said earlier in regards to Blue, like, some people just... Life can be so simple for them. It could be, it could be. I got a house. I got, um, I got a car. I got X amount of money coming in, and I got X amount of investments, and I'm fucking happy. Like, man, my nigga told me some real shit. My nigga said, "Bro, if I had like twenty bands in the bank and like two bands in my pocket, I can just pull out and flex on some hoes, nigga. Nigga, I'm up." And I said, "Oh, I get it." Yeah. I get it now. We not the same. I no, get I it. I mean, some people don't. We all have different ceilings, right? Correct. Some people. I don't know whether I look at it. Sometimes they pissed off at us because they be like, "These niggas got damn take." Where you going? You taking life way too serious. You think this that. You think this that. You think you the shit. You oh, this nigga want to be something. Blah blah blah. blah but bruh. 
at the end of the day, we all got them. I do think you stress too much, though. What you mean? Uh, when it comes, like, regards to just coming to life, I don't think you take enough time out to enjoy life. I don't. And the reason don't. why, the reason why I, I feel that way is because I have that problem also. I was just thinking about it this morning. Like, but I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this though. All I'm saying, off of what I was saying, is can you fault can you fault somebody for not wanting as much as you want? Like, really? Uh, no, not at all. I've had to, I have, I've had a battle with that myself. So you know I agree. It's like I told Slim. Like, yeah, I was Slim about had to this say conversation. That. And when Com- when Slim, he said what he said, bro, a lot of you not. I sat in the car mm-hmm. and cried listening to that shit because I was like, God damn, this shit really just described like my life. And I feel like I I don't, I had this false sense of fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, do you really enjoy everything that you're doing right now? Mm-hmm. Yes, you're making good money, you're making more money than you ever made. But is it worth it? Is your peace of mind where it needs to be at? And it wasn't. I was probably in the worst state, state of mind, of mind yeah. that I've ever been in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And taking a step back from that, it's, it's been so much better, bro. Like yeah. It really has. But I had to go through that. Like, listening to Slim say that, like I said, I literally sat in the car. I cried for like 30 minutes because I was just replaying my life over the last few years. And it's like, what the fuck did you even do with your life for real? You, you made more money. What else? And and there wasn't nothing else to it. Which episode was that? I can't even remember which episode, bro. And I don't even know if it was like really a topic that y'all was on. You just happened. It wasn't me and you. It was you were talking yeah, to somebody else. And I was listening to it. And I was like, well, hold the fuck up. Let me pause this shit. That nigga just really just dropped a bar and don't even realize he just dropped one. And I think you was talking about the whole high value men thing and the whole um living a life of fulfillment and trying to uh chasing money instead of chasing chasing uh what you passionate about what you really want to do yeah. and happiness and you were talking about I how love people, talking about happiness you were talking about how many people who are making you know six figures plus and are fucking miserable because they working they working their lives away they working 60 hour weeks they're not really doing the things that they enjoy in life. And I was like, bro, he really describing my life and not even realizing it. And I remember I texted you that. I was like, bro, like, when you said that shit, that shit touched me a different way, bro. Yeah. Yeah. A, a lot of people don't know the balance, though, of um, not even the balance, bro. Sacrifices. Like That's the like, biggest thing. Yeah. And that's, that's the biggest thing when I talk about not getting married to my girl, that's the biggest thing that she doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. Because the things that I've done and the sacrifices I've made, I did that with the thought of knowing that my family would be taken care of. And if you're not willing to make those same sacrifices, that's the thing, bro. It's like, I'm doing all this and I'm giving my life, nigga. I'll probably die at fucking 65. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been I've been stressed the fuck out. But goddamn, would you be willing to make those same sacrifices? And that's that's, that's, that's the biggest thing to me. It's like, I don't know how can you give your life to somebody who wouldn't give their life to you. You know what I'm saying? That's the shit that really gets me. It's like you sitting up here doing all this. You know, I got because I tell you, I got a blue collar mind state. I got the old school nigga walking with the metal lunchbox. He got a blue jumpsuit on, like the nigga off uh, Everybody Hates Chris. That's how I view my life, but I'm just a white collar nigga now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I told okay. you you're not that nigga, but yeah. But it's still the same shit. It's just no, like it's, it's just no, it's in not. my mind. You know what I'm saying? In my mind, it's the same shit. Yeah, in your head, you really yeah. do think you that nigga, but yeah. you are not yeah. that nigga though. Let me let me just have my goddamn fantasy. <laughs> but goddamn, now, if that's you were, a wild if, fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> like, but that's man, how that's how my this, mind. This is who he think he is, fantasy. right? This is yeah. who he think he is. 
So we'll be sitting outside and he'll crank the fire. Okay. In his head, he just went to the woods and chopped that wood <laughs> and put that shit in the pit and crunked the fire up. In all reality, we just went to the fucking gas station and brought some firewood and some beer. That's all yeah. we did. But he thinks he's a lumberjack nigga, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. That's hilarious. I agree. As fuck, but goddamn. You want to do that shit so bad, too. What? Be. Wait, I, that's why I want to chop some firewood. I want to live, bro. Like, living to me is like. Not just going, I want to live. Like, that's why I'm going on this hunting trip. That's why I'm doing all these different things is because I want to live. Mm-hmm. I feel like now in the society we have, it's so easy for everybody yeah. to exist in it that you're not truly living. Like, to me, I want to live. I want a winter. I want a winter where it's so harsh. You could die if you got damn try to walk to the stove. No, I want, that's what I'm that. saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm good, good on that, too. <laughs> you want some water to I'm, I'm, I'm also <laughs> like... I want to feel like I'm. Li- That's what living is to me. Some people feel like living is a yacht and bitches popping their ass. Hey, bro, you living on your Thanos me. shit? Like you really trying to wipe niggas out? Nah, why you say that, bro? If we have a harsh ass winter where we ain't got no electricity and niggas could starve and niggas got to walk to the stove, we're gonna eliminate a lot of people. This way of life COVID, is just yeah. the pandemic has already been eliminating a lot of people. Yeah. So if we yeah. got to something that extreme, Slim, you got to realize this was human existence up until like the past like 70 years maybe like niggas was dying from starvation in like the 30s and 20s and shit like you got like people we've gotten so far like electricity everything's changed bro everything is changed and unfortunately bro. it's made us weaker and that's why I yeah, said when real saying. shit happens like that like the pandemic that's, and food shortages mm-hmm. and shit that's why I've been like really thinking of how, 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 how can I make this work for my family it's like, well, what I, I can do, I can become a hunter. I can hunt my own food. That way I ain't got to go to Walmart. I can get me a buck and a boar on this hunting trip because that's what we pay for it, tags-wise. There's a buck and a boar. And I could literally have bacon. I could have pork chops. I could have, you know what I'm saying, pork shoulder, pulled pork. I could have, you know, all these deer steaks, deer burger. Nah, I'm just saying, like, because this, this wild game, this ain't got damn shit I'm from the stove. I'm just fucking with you, This bro. ain't shit from the stove. But I'm saying, like, I can have this shit in my deep freeze and and survive off this shit that way. Bro, you, we had chicken wings short. Nigga, we ain't had chicken wings in America for so long. This shit changed the thigh stop. You remember? Yeah. They, but they changed the shit. They capped y'all down. They capped y'all down. We still had chicken wings. They, they was just capping wings? y'all down, bro. Nah. Yeah, they was capping y'all down. Nah, bro. Why would um, they do that? It's it, in between. I, I'm in between both of y'all because it definitely is. It, it's a lot of hysteria. That's reliance that's, on. That's, that's yeah, we rely too much on government. We rely too much on the economy, uh, these corporations. And I just want to. I want to put myself in a position where I don't have to do it so much. That's it. That's all, bro. So fair enough. That's fair. Big King, yeah. you really think we had a chicken wing shortage when we have kale farms? What do you mean? Uh, the plants, yeah, the plants where, where where we breed and kill kill animals. You really? Think oh, you talking about like shortage? like? No, we had a shortage because we didn't have workers. Like when we was, like, I'm talking oh, about okay. when everything was shut down for so long. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I got you. 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 Yeah, that, it, that's still a problem. Then. And it, it, like yeah. entire industry stopped. So it's like that's why we had the shortages. But they over in China right now. They they have even harsher lockdowns right now. They 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 fucking literally. Is barricading people in their apartments. They can't leave. Um, you can only leave your apartment like once a week, whatever the fuck. It's like it's it's it can get to that level, bro. You know what I'm saying? We saw just the beginning, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I want to get to a point where it's like I, I don't necessarily need them. 
you know, I don't mind it, but I don't necessarily need to rely on corporations, government, all that other type of assistance. No, do you think our uh our way of living is getting us better or getting us worse? What y'all think? Uh it depends on the context of what what you got going on. Okay, so uh let me just explain this to you go yeah, saying. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So um basically like so today's excuse me, when we was like ten years old, right? Mm-hmm. The economy basically was like either niggas was like poor, barely making it, or they was working at McDonald's, or basically niggas joined the military and they became lower middle class. Mm-hmm. Our middle class niggas, somebody that went to college was an accountant, became an accountant. He was middle class, but he also was a one percenter. Just mm-hmm. being in the middle class was a one percenter when we was like ten, right? Mm-hmm. And then you know, you, y'all know what rich niggas is. Mm-hmm. Rich niggas always mm-hmm. been rich niggas. Mm-hmm. Well, nowadays the economy's a little different. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody working at McDonald's and Burger King. Ain't no point. High school kids can go get jobs easy now. We couldn't get jobs easy. All the adults was having the jobs, but the scamming shit is hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then uh, the job market is just fucking crazy. Like you can get jobs all over the place. So. Do you think that's better or do you think it's worse? Um, I'm gonna say this. Uh learn for you're gonna have to find a real way to make some money because I do feel like the way that we're going in middle class is, is almost at the point where it's gonna be eliminated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if y'all not I mean, if you're not paying attention to what's going on in the economy right now, to see that, you might wanna start paying attention, to be honest. Cause mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you seeing these articles popping up. This city has reached its limits of being the most expensive that they've ever been. Uh, I mean, in Atlanta, bro, where I live at, I, I went from when I first moved into my apartment, paying close to twelve hundred for everything. You know what they tried to raise my like because I move out uh, next Saturday. You know what they was trying to raise mine to? What seventeen sixty five? A seven hundred dollar difference mm-hmm. over the course of what five years? God, and granted. Damn. And granted, here's the thing, it was only going up like, because every time they tried to raise mine like $100, I always fought with them and got it negotiated. Uh-huh. So even right now, my base rent is $1,408. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So from $1,408 to $1,700 uh-huh. in, like, in the span of this lease to the next lease, and this is all around Atlanta and the and surrounding areas. I mean, you could be in the fucking... Hood of Atlanta and paid twelve hundred dollars. So, like I said, man, you know people want to might want to start paying attention more what's going on out here Mm -hmm. because it's it's not a joke. I know it's the hot topic of people like, oh, the recession is coming and stuff. But like, really pay attention and start making moves. Oh, that ain't a joke. That's real. It's not. It's not a joke at all. It's really not. The craziest thing is like, you know, I'm at this stage right now where there's like. These how the housing market is fucked right now. So it's like you're not gonna be able to really buy a house for the proper price that the house is worth because everybody's having these bidding wars. Like absolutely, you you put a you put a bid down for the house, you might go five thousand over what the house is worth. Somebody might go fifty thousand over you just to get the house. Absolutely, and guess who that someone is? It's corporations. Yeah, a lot of these corporations like BlackRock. These corporations are buying these properties. So you're having them buy these properties, then they're renting them out. So nobody is becoming homeowners anymore. You know what I'm saying? Even in, in you know, I could we all, honestly with the money we all make, we're all considered middle class mm-hmm. because I don't know. I think I'm upper lower. Nah, you no, you middle class too. I think it only takes like forty thousand dollars to be middle class nowadays. 
Especially as a single person. Yeah, but like, I think we got to redo the uh, the tax brackets, bro. We we, we only, that's, why, that's why I said the middle class is gonna be really. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm saying. We race. only you're you're correct. And we both, only both are correct. Yeah, we yeah. only think that because shit's so expensive. You like I'm middle class. It, it, it's you gonna like, be a race. There's yeah, not gonna be right, a middle yeah. class. Like that's that's the point. You like it's like damn middle class. Is that easy to be middle class? Like goddamn, like but ain't it, we 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 take middle class off what middle class used to be. Right. We don't. We ain't saying middle class of what it should be now, because mm-hmm. prices have gone up, uh, mortgages have gone up, rents gone up, but wages haven't gone up. We talk about this all the yeah. time. Man, if we even went back to when years we graduated, oh six, oh seven, oh eight, yeah, we would have been thriving right yeah. now with the money that we make. Now. Exactly, that's what I'm but saying. But now, nah, like shit, man, it's people making eighty thousand dollars living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. I remember when apartments was five hundred dollars in Augusta. Come on, exactly, bro. Right now. You can't Come find on, an apartment in Augusta less than eight hundred dollars. That's what I'm saying. Woo! Like bro. my dad, like I, I be talking to my dad. He's like, man, son, I'm so proud of you. You know, I ain't never, you know, I ain't never made as much money as you made. You know, my whole career in the military, blah 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 blah. But I'm like, dog, but you live ten times better than I live. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? The economy you, was different. Yeah, it was so much different, bro. Like that's what I'm saying. I'm like, y'all don't even get it. I'm gonna have to go twice as far to get half. You know, make twice as much to get half as far as y'all got. And I be trying to get them to understand that, like they think I'm, they think I'm living. I'm like, no, I'm not, bro. Like, shit's hard. You know what I'm saying? It, it's funny you say that. Uh, I, I did want to talk about this a little bit. I was in a cigar shop the other day. That's why I waited till a little bit later because I gave uh, some some people in the cigar shop my car and they've been uh, watching the pod. Mm-hmm. But I was in a cigar shop the other day, and it, it's this older gentleman, right? He's a, a a principal at a middle school. I ain't gonna say what school, but he's a principal at a middle school. Always asks me to be a teacher, always, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna look into it." Da da da. You know, I shoot, I, I brush him off. Well, this day, I think he had enough of me. He was like, "I have a sister. She's a pharmacist for the government. I can get you a job." And I said, "All right, you can introduce me to her. You know, I'll have a conversation with her." Da da da. He said, "Cool, let's set that up." He said, "But before you meet her, I want you to cut your hair." Oh man, and I was like, I'm not tired of my hair. Like I don't care about no hair. It's just yeah. hair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just hate haircuts. That's the only reason why I got hair because I hate haircuts. Yeah. But why would I cut my hair to meet somebody? <laughs> that's crazy. And I he was like, "That's the worst part to me, bro. Like I hate when people judge." You no, it's me. weird when black people do it. That's what I'm saying. When white people is like, "Oh, you're ignorant." I get it. But like, I don't get why one type of hair is professional and one type of hair ain't. Can I be honest? What? Most of the conversations that I've heard around here is I'll probably say ninety five percent of it has been for black people. Yeah. Yeah. I've had and all kind of, just, I've had hot top fades, I've had yeah. braids, I've had everything. I got locks now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've literally been I've been a supervisor, mm-hmm. team leads, like all kind of stuff. And like I said, most of the time when I hear this, it's mostly from black people. Yeah. And it's built I mean, unfortunately it comes from a uh, we might just be conditioned, bro. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it, that's what it comes It's a slave from. mentality. It's, it's a, it yeah. is. Everything boils back to slavery, like I always say. Because I ain't going to lie, when I went back to work after after twisting my shit up and I went back to work, they was like, bro, what the fuck you got going on? And I was like, nigga, I just want to, I, I want to grow my hair before I go bald, nigga. That's all. Every every black man does. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Let me just grow my shit before my shit start peeling back, and I gotta go bald and get the goatee like every old black nigga do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but goddamn, let me grow my shit before my shit go away. You know what I'm saying? That's all I want. That's it. Yeah. 
But um, yeah, man, I had that I had that interesting conversation with him, and I just thought about it because like I just let him talk. I ain't even say nothing. I really ain't even like argue with him like I probably should have. But I figured it out. It's what me and Big King always talk about. When somebody hear that you're a cameraman, they think you broke as hell. Like somebody in the cigar shop told him that you know I'd be taking pictures at the club. And he instantly thought, like, oh, this nigga be risking his life taking pictures in the club. He broke as a motherfucker. Yeah. And it's like, bro, don't get me wrong now. I'm a very humble nigga. I am a starving artist. Mm-hmm. But I'm not broke as hell. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. I promise you. Yeah. Well, the <laughs> fact that you have property, that's a lot more than a lot of people have, even people who making six figures. Yeah. I went on the long Black Power rant yesterday uh, at, at Domo Job, too, and I shouldn't have because it was white people around. But I can't help myself. But can you know how I get when I get in that mood? Um, and uh, I'm off talking about buddy t- telling me to cut my hair because that shit's dead. Honestly, bro, I don't think I can work for nobody. I'm just gonna be honest with y'all. I, I know myself. I've been, I've been said that because yeah, I feel like been told me that. Point, my mama tells me that. Yeah, at this point, you got so comfortable that you don't realize like what it's like to feel uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? But you know what, though? I wish you would have came with me yesterday to Damo's job because Blue was shocked, too. Like, every time Damo told me to do something, I just did it. And that nigga was, Blue was just looking like, why the fuck is this nigga listening to Damo? Mm -hmm. But he he also doesn't understand that, like, Big King, you know I be reading all them crazy-ass books, but... Mm-hmm. A leader knows how to how to follow. Absolutely. Yeah. So, oh, I'm so glad to hear Damo, you say that. Damo, Damo is my boss. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to be like, fuck you, nigga. Yeah. No, whatever Damo tells me to do, I'm going to do it. Yeah. He's my boss. Mm-hmm. And when I told Blue that, he was like, I can't believe you're saying this right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, like, I'm not the nigga you think I am. It's so it's such a messed up misconception that a lot mm-hmm. of men have where they feel like to be a leader, you can't take leadership from somebody else. Yeah. And that is so far from the truth. Yeah, that's just stupid. I've learned That's all that ministry shit too, though. Yeah. I've learned a lot of the best thing I, I, I've learned in life and continue on to learn by taking a backseat and observing somebody who is a little bit more wiser, has a mm. little bit more skin in the game. And it's like, hey, man, you know, let me pick your brain on some of the stuff that you got going on yeah. and see how I can apply to what I got going on. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that's how you become better. But unfortunately, people have so much, like you said, pride where they feel like they know everything and they're the best version that they're going to ever be. And nobody can't sell them nothing. And you in doing that, you you don't have any growth. Bro, my uh, Black Power rant, though. And the worst thing you can do, and I try not to do this shit, but I still do it probably five days out the week. Worst thing you can do is wake straight up and watch the news. That's why our parents were so fucking angry. I scroll news. I don't like turning That's what I news. mean by news. Yeah. Same thing. That's what yeah, I that mean. That shit be fucking me up too. Yeah. That's the worst up. thing you can do. So I try not to do it. I try to wake up in the yeah. morning. I try to, you know, read a book, get my mind right, and then mm-hmm. be ready by like seven, eight o'clock. Yeah. I try not to like go straight into the news because that shit fucks your whole entire day up. Yeah. I fucked up that day and I did it. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that I seen was the US giving a billion dollars to Ukraine for mm-hmm. uh for aid. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I seen it, I didn't even click on the article. As soon as I seen it, I, I closed the tab because I'm on my iPad. I closed the tab. I typed in student loan forgiveness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And a million articles came up of Biden <laughs> promising student loan forgiveness his whole campaign and not giving shit to nobody. Yeah. And bro, when I got to Damo job, nigga, I went on the most the most discussing this rant about how 
that nigga Trump was talking about giving niggas reparations. <laughs> Indirectly, but it was direct, my nigga. That's when I sounded like a pastor. I was like, bro, this nigga was talking about giving niggas uh, reparations. I didn't even want reparations from Biden. Nigga, you said student loan forgiveness. I only got $32,000. Can I get $10,000? And I told Blue straight up. I said, bro, if that nigga paid $10,000 worth of my student loan debt, I swear I'll pay the twenty two. And I'm dead ass. If he paid ten thousand, I paid the twenty two. But uh, I told him, I said, "Bro, if you're not gonna give me reparations, can you at least give me what you owe me? And what you owe me is, I don't want you to just give me some shit. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to give me a hundred thousand dollars. I don't want you to give me forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. I want, if I have decent credit, I want you to give me a one percent, uh, a one percent interest loan on a home." Mm-hmm. In this economy, I want a one percent interest rate on a loan. If I if I do my part and I have decent credit, and let me put my twenty thousand down and get my one percent because nigga, I built this fucking country. Yeah, can I at least get a fucking loan? Y'all stop me from getting loans. You stop me from getting education. Can I get a free education and some land? That's all I want. That's it. You and take- not me. I want I want your son to mm-hmm. get a free education and some land. You wouldn't take uh, complete student loan forgiveness as reparations for every, every uh, young African-American here? Even though a lot of us ain't go to college. So that's, no. Nah. So you wouldn't accept that? Uh-uh. I wouldn't, I wouldn't accept that because uh, if, if they don't do something, I'm not paying that shit anyway. So that mm-hmm. shit don't mean nothing to me. Let me ask you a question. Ah, man. That's, I wonder how this is going to go. Um, <laughs> free education. Do you feel like that would be beneficial to the majority to have free education? I know exactly why you asked me that, and the answer is yes. Let me tell you something, bro. In the black community, we have this disgusting-ass regard for uh, for education. I don't know where that shit came from, but for some reason, everybody just feels like... Uh, that nigga think he better because he got a degree. Or I don't need no degree, nigga. Look at me. I'm I'm successful. And bro, it's like it's just a lack of education. Cause it's like, bro, it's not it's not like that. you have to go get a sociology degree. That's not what I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you, oh, go get a sociology degree. That should have changed your life. It's not what I'm telling you at all. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, nigga, go get your electrical wiring degree. Go get your fucking plumbing degree. Like, nigga, my uncle's a plumber. This nigga makes six figures. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm telling you to do. But for some reason, black people have this fucking disgusting ass disdain for education. It's just, it's, it's, it's gross. It's like... Let me take it a step deeper, though. So with, with the free education, do you feel like people would value education more if it was free than if the way that the system is currently set up? Um. So that's why I said the property thing. Because first off, you would have to change people's way of living for them to even understand uh, why education is like that. Because mm-hmm. I remember, like, I'm going to be completely honest with y'all. I didn't even understand the importance of education until I was like 19 or 20, bro. Mm-hmm. And what changed my life was, you know, my mom knew I was head ass. She used to come up with these crazy ass rules because she's a, a military lady. And I still didn't give a fuck about her crazy ass rules. I just, I was like, okay, I got to leave the house. When you leave the house at five in the morning, cool. I'll just go, you know, do head ass shit at five in the morning. Uh, Well, one day I brought her lunch to work and met her boss, this old ass white man. And I went to his house. This nigga had Monte Carlos, Corvettes, box Chevys, all kind of cars that us niggas like. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this nigga rich. (laughs) Like he had a house just a spitter. 
I was like, this nigga rich, this nigga up. And you know, at the time I had a box Chevy on some hoes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this nigga rich, this nigga up. So I asked that nigga, I said, hey man, how I get like you, bruh? Yeah. You know, I'm 19 and dumb. I'm like, how I get like you? That nigga said, go to college. And I asked him another question. <laughs> go to college. Yeah. And I said, oh, my mama set me up. I know what this was right here. But it worked. Because yeah. <laughs> I said, hey, nigga, I don't know what I want to do in life, but I know this nigga went to college. Let me take my stupid ass to college. So my yeah. question is twofold. The first reason I asked that is, one, do you think people would, if it's, let's just say, let's just say education was free, right? Mm-hmm. College was free across the nation. Do you feel like people would, one, Still going to the fields where it it uh, it yields the the most you know higher paying jobs or the more difficult jobs, should we say? Because oftentimes that they kind of coincide. And two, uh, do you think that it would create a strain on the job market where you have a bu- more people who probably wouldn't have normally taken a certain field as serious now that it's free? It's just like, well, I'm gonna just do it for the hell of it. Um, and they might not necessarily be the best. People that, to go yeah. into that field. That's a great question. Um, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you for a fact because 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 I've seen this before. I hang around a bunch of niggas that's monkey see monkey do right. Mm-hmm. So like one nigga will go buy a box truck and he'll take off and he'll make a couple thousand dollars and everybody else will go try it and they'll fail right. So in education it'll be the same thing. Education is free now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all my um. All my crazy ass friends that look at Big King and think he's shitting on them and always telling them uh, how much money he makes and how good his life is compared to theirs, mm-hmm. they're going to go try to do the same thing he does and they're going to fail because they don't even know what the fuck IT is. They don't know what IT stands for. Mm-hmm. They don't know what what comes about it. Mm-hmm. All they know is that meme that just went viral the other day of the nigga with his legs got them to the side and his hands on his hips and he's looking at all the wires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like yeah. what's called the, I know exactly the, uh, what the dispatching machine. Yeah. What you talking about? It, it was a, it's like it was a machine a operator. He was in like a factory. Yeah. He was like first day on the job. I applied for the job I know nothing about. <laughs> yeah. And he had like no idea what to do. All the IT niggas, all the IT niggas is reposting that shit. That shit went viral because all the IT niggas are reposting it. Talking about, boy, this me right here, boy. <laughs> I mean, that bitch like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but that's literally what would happen, bro. Because mm-hmm. everybody think education is so simple. Like, when you tell somebody you have a degree, they don't even know what it entails. Like, and I'm not sitting here acting like like you have to have a degree or you're gonna die. I'm not acting like that at all. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is like they don't know what it entails. Like, like they'll make a crazy statement like, Oh, a business degree ain't shit. They don't know that like nigga, you have to take accounting accounting one, accounting two, mm-hmm. uh business statistics, quantitative statistics, corporate financing. Like, bruh, I know niggas that's been selling cars for 10 plus years and don't know what the fuck corporate financing is. Mm-hmm. And that's their job to know that. And they don't know. But they think, like, going to get a degree is just, like, the easiest shit in the world. Mm-hmm. But all that to the side, they don't know how important it is, bro. So, like, having a degree, basically, for me, for me personally, in my life, and I try not to personalize shit, that shit's a backup plan. Mm. It's like I'm 32 years old. I'm trying some shit that I don't know is going to work out or not. I'm doing all right. But it's like when I turned 35, and a lot of older people don't know this uh, either. I was going to say this. Like the guy I was talking to at a cigar shop, he doesn't understand that like he hears you're a photographer. And he's like, hey, bro, you time ticking. You getting old. It's about time to get a retirement, you know, retirement fund. Like, bro, I got a retirement account, bro. Mm. Like for some reason, black people don't know that like 
nigga, you don't have to go get no retirement fund from no white man. You can go to the bank and start your own. You can start your own 401k. I don't know why they think you just you 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 have to have a job to have that. Mm. The, those people go to the bank and start it for you. You can go to the bank and start it on your own. Mm-hmm. Well, that comes from a lot of people not doing individual research and they just believe in institutions and the way that they already have stuff structured. So they just follow along with that structure. Mm. Back to the slavery shit. Like we were talking about earlier, King. Back to the slavery shit. Yeah. Like niggas be having I will say though, with the education thing, because I used to feel like I don't know. I don't, maybe as I'm getting older, I'm becoming more conservative, I guess. I don't know. But I feel like when <laughs> yeah, I was, That's everybody, though. Yeah. yeah. We all because become Republicans get, in our when 30s. When you become older, you kind of start to understand that there is a certain hierarchy to, to things in the world. And um, when, when it comes to education, I mean, even with the way that the structure is currently set up, there's people that don't take it as serious. So if it's, wild, it's widely available to everyone... It's going to be even more of those people not taking it serious, and then the people who are taking it serious is going to be. It's become even more difficult for them to get through it, and yeah. and um and you know go like the direction and the track that they're trying to go in. Oh, um, I know something else I was going to say about the question you asked. People are creatures of habitat too, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like you can't just offer them education because we get offered shit all the time. And nobody even knows that that it's here. We're in high school and we walk through the halls all the time and it's like debate teams and it's like all kind of people trying to recruit us for things and we don't even know the importance of it, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't just offer something to somebody. You basically have to put it in their faces. So it's really programs that you have to implement so so people are able to see like, hey, this is a better life. And then back to the property thing, like, you know, you put people in better situations where they're able to obtain things that they never was able to obtain before. It's more reachable. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be honest here. Telling somebody right now, you have to have a 650 credit score and you have to have $20,000 to go get a house. That's That doesn't sound reachable to them. That $20,000 is a lot to them, bro. Mm-hmm. It's not reachable. Yeah. So if you tell somebody, hey, we have a program set up where, you know, it's a two-year program. We'll set you up to work on your credit. You will build your credit in two years. We will get your credit up to a 700 credit score if you follow these simple steps for these two years. And all, all you're going to need is $8,500, and we can get you in a home loan for 1%. Yeah. Super reachable. $8,500 in two years? Bro, I know niggas that pay more than that in probation. Yeah. And that's the crazy-ass system we live in, bro. Niggas literally pay house payments for probation. Yeah. <laughs> that's real. Damn, that's real. My nigga Fat Cam just told me he paid $450 a month for his probation. Shit. Yeah, I remember. That shit do be kind of steep. That's tough. He got two DUIs. Like, I'm trying to imagine paying that with my current <laughs> Oh, I just lifestyle. told that nigga. I just that's told that tough. nigga. Yeah, see, I think about that, too. Like, like all right. Um, I'm not bragging by no way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. But when I when I did have a car note, my shit was three hundred and sixty seven dollars. That means his probation was more than my car note. That's insane. Mm-hmm. That was a whole other extra big ass bill you got. Hell yeah, that's a mm-hmm. that's a real. That's probably like one of your second or third biggest bills to be honest. After rent, honestly, yeah. that nigga was paying student loans. I didn't even know it. 
Yeah. I now nah, why you bullshit? That's more that. than that's more than my student loan payments if I was paying them bitches. Yeah. It's a, thin line. It's a, it's a damn sure thin line between that. I think my student loan right. payments is like two ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That nigga paying four fifty, bro. Not to derail the conversation. Um, I got this weird request uh the other day from it was a Sally Mae credit card. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it before. And uh, they was like, yeah, apply for this credit card. It can, like, help you pay off your loans and shit. And then I was just like, am I really the demographic for this? I owe probably, like, $200 left on my on my student loan. $200? Yeah, like, $200 or something left. Like, do I really need... I don't, why is this coming to me? Like, I don't yeah. really... I'm going to apply for a credit card to pay off $200 or something? Dollars. Yeah. Like, it's not Bro, really you been paying on your loans? Mm-hmm. You got two hundred dollars left. Mm-hmm. How'd you do that? Oh, that the people have to hear this. Yeah, this is niggas. So I'm gonna be honest <laughs> with you, man. My brain works like a computer. Everything I do in life is structured. Hence, back to the conversation we had earlier, while I was in the car, where I was like, maybe your life is a little bit too structured, but it has helped me get along in life. And I write out everything. Like, uh, so just to go into this, the way that I do my my monthly finances, I have a spreadsheet. Uh, that I run every month and mm-hmm. I literally list out how much something is due. And I mean, when I say everything, I mean from rent and stuff all the way down to like Netflix and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. I have this all on the spreadsheet. I have it se- uh, segmented into like, you know, you have like household uh, finances, you have uh, miscellaneous, you know, whatever the case. And that was one of the ones that I added on to that uh, as far as like credit card payments and stuff. I had student loans in there. So I would just set a certain amount that I'm going to pay every month towards whatever. And that's kind of how I did it. I didn't really think about it. So the way I calculate it is I look at my monthly income and then I divide it with, you know, I, I take away from all of those different expenses. And then I kind of look at how much I got left for the rest of the month. And that's the money that I think that I make. Because the rest of the money that's going towards something else, so I'm not counting that into the money that I'm bringing in. Would you do that, Bikin? Come on, bro. <laughs> you know I'm ignorant as fuck. Hell no. Nah. nah, think about it. Think that's about why I'm it. trying to win big now. Bro, bro, keep it a boat with me too. How much oh. you spend a month on liquor? Cause you drink good, bro. You don't you don't drink black cans like Damo. You drink mm. good. It depends, bro. Like I ain't really bought no liquor in the past like few weeks. Cause I'm trying to like stop, but like, when in my prime, nigga, probably about four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars. So would you take that same four five hundred and put it towards your student loans? I would because I don't want to be in debt. But you know, you got to pay yours though, cause you making you making some money, so you got to pay yours. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to figure out how to get out this shit now. I'm about to go back to school. Fuck it. Yeah. Nah, I already figured out how I'm gonna how do it. I have to win big. If I don't win big, I lose. Not a good plan, but yeah. I feel you. Though. That's a great mindset. <laughs> I have, to win, big. Mindset. I have <laughs> to win big. That's it. What you that. mean, though? It's easy to just say I'm going to win big. Like, 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 what we doing? We creating Amazon? Nah, <laughs> like, what are like we doing? Big, but like, I got to be making like, I got to be making at least like, $250,000, Oh, that's what you mean. Shit. I thought you meant like yeah. literally win big like no. gambling. Because like, like, if, like if I'm making $250,000, uh, $400 student loan payment is not really going to like, that's not going to fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could probably yeah. pay more on it. Mm-hmm. So I have to like get to a point where, you know, I may, like I said, I'm about to go back to school now. So it's like I get my master's in computer science and then I go on, get some kind of programming gig and hopefully... 
with the experience that I have plus all the different things put together, I can land me a, a, a great job somewhere. Set up. I, I don't was, need because here's the thing: my parents, the way they lived, they always lived up to what they was making. I don't need to live like that. You give me a nice four, five bedroom house, um, decent area. I don't need like I don't need all. This. My dad got a boat. They got two luxury cars. They got a big ass house with eight bedrooms. Like I don't I don't need all that shit. That house nice as a motherfucker though. It's nice, but I don't need that. I need me a I nice. Do. I need me a nice little house. <laughs> I want a nice house. Four, four, five yeah. bedroom. Four, five bedroom. I'm good because I I'm stopping right here with my kids. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. She tricked me again. But <laughs> four, five bedrooms, and then goddamn a truck. I just need a truck. I don't even need to be. It don't need to be the latest. It could be a 2015 Silverado. I don't give a fuck. And then you know she drive her nice little whip or whatever the fuck she got. I don't need all that because I'm I'm very simple when it comes to stuff. Mm. I like shoes. That's about it. Shoes. I spend money on shoes. Yeah, I was just about to say, don't try to make yourself a super nigga. No, talk, like, talk I like shoes. Ass shoes you got. I like shoes and I like. Um, <laughs> he got the Jesus walkers on today, but they worth a hundred dollars too. They about they about seventy. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Don't get your pair of Birkenstocks, man. Nah, they yeah, got the uh, Jesus walkers, but they worth but, about, um, they worth about a hundred. But yeah, bro. Jesus walkers is insane. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, honestly, though, I don't need much. So like, that's the only way I know that I can win is by, I'm going to go hard for the next 15 years. I already told myself. Mm-hmm. By the time I'm 45, that's when I'm I'm like, all right, I've done enough. And you know, I'm going to set my girl up to where I pay for her to go to real estate school. She got them getting her real estate license. And by that time, I want us to just maybe own property. And maybe rent property out, and that be the way that we make money. I could go off and start my own little venture business, my own little startup, you know, in IT or whatever I want to do. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to figure ways. I'm trying to find ways to exit the game. That's pretty much. By the bro, time I'm 45, I, I want to exit. You know what I'm bro, saying? Bro, I wish Joe Biden was listening to this, bro, so he could hear what the fuck he did and what niggas got to do just to try to live a decent life. Yeah. That's a lot just to try to live a decent life. Bro, you just said, like, you don't want a boat. You don't want a big-ass house like your parents. No. Excuse me. You just want a decent life. Yeah. And you hear all that shit you got to go through and you got to do? Yeah. Niggas talking about paying $400 for some student, for some education because I'm trying to be something. My dad, at at the peak of his money, might have made 60K. My dad, at the peak of his money, and he he was a sergeant major in the military or whatever the fuck. He made more than that, Big King. Nah, they ain't made that much. A E9? Back in the day? A E9, bro? Back in the day, though, bro? No. On the slim might be right, bro. Back Sar- in Sergeant the- Majors make 96000 bro. Now. I'm talking about back in the day. Oh, my dad oh retired. Yeah. My dad I- retired from the military in like 2000 and... Might have been 99. Oh, okay, yeah, he nah, made... They probably, yeah, he did make 70, though. He made 70. He, he, Y'all probably yeah, it's probably somewhere between the two of them. Yeah. I don't That's think it was saying. ninety, but yeah, it's probably. That's what I'm saying. So it's like sixty. Cause my dad, he retired as a uh, sergeant first class. So mm-hmm. yeah. E8. Yeah. Yeah, he was actually about to become a, a sergeant major, but he was, mm-hmm. was going to deploy again. So he was like, "Fuck it." I'm How many years he did? He did twenty 
I think my dad did 26. Bro, let's talk about that a little bit before we take a piss break. Because mm-hmm. normally it's Big King, but it's me this time. No, I was going to ask you. I was just trying to see how long you was going to wait it out. Okay, okay. Give I me five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I won, baby. <laughs> we up. Suburban niggas up, baby. <laughs> I'm a burb nigga, too. <laughs> hey, I hate when y'all niggas be leaving me out of the burb nigga talk. <laughs> like, I, like, I don't live in the burbs, too. That shit <laughs> fucked up. I grew up in the burbs, and I live in the burbs. But, uh, so... We all military brass in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why y'all niggas ain't joining the military? Army too, ain't it? Everybody yeah. army? Yep. Yeah, yeah everybody army. army. Yeah. Um, I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna be honest. I got middle child syndrome like a motherfucker. <laughs> so I was the rebellious one out of all of my siblings when it comes to damn near everything. Everything that that I seen. How I many brothers like, and sisters you have? Uh, I had two brothers, two sisters. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, RP to your brother too, bro. Yeah. I know appreciate his, that. I know his, uh, that. his birthday just passed. Or his uh, uh, his, uh, his death day. Yeah, that was uh, Thursday. Okay. Yep. Three years. Um. So yeah, man. I. Um, I. I've always I've always been that rebellious one. I don't know what it is, but just even just like relationships and stuff too, which. It, it ended up being weird how I kind of turned out in the earlier years of my life of being more of a lover boy kind of guy mm-hmm. because I did see that growing up. But something in my core always said something just looked off about that because I would see how the men would be treated when it came to that. And I feel like now I've kind of gone back and analyzed that part of my life as well as the stuff that I've done. And that's kind of what changed me into who I am now. So, like, this person that you said I am now, where it's, like, not pedestalizing and all that stuff, I feel like that's what I always was. But I was, like, kind of conforming, like, oh, this is how men are supposed to be. We're supposed to treat women like they're above us and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. And, nah, it ain't, it ain't that. But, uh, you, but to, oh, my fault, go ahead. Did, did you and did you enjoy like growing up as a military kid? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I ain't gonna lie, cause like, bro, we grew up in the golden era of military brats. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, I don't even know how it is now, though. I don't either. That's a damn good question. I don't think it's that fine damn. no more. Cause remember back then, like, That's a bro, we would be on a base. Question. We'd be on a base, and all these the kids that we all this. Same, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So hey, it was B-K, like B-K. we B-K. all bonded. Like it was like it was almost like a sm- it was like a big ass family. That's a fact. I want, yeah. I want I want both of y'all to tell me where y'all lived before. But first, Big King, I I want you to tell me why you never joined the military. Because at one point you was joining the military. Oh yeah, I was about to go. I, I was, was two I, weeks out. I, I was, and yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I tried to talk you out of that shit. Yeah, I was two weeks out. But like, I ain't want to like over push. Like, yeah. I don't know if you remember it. It was a day you came to my crib. You had a thirty pack, and me and you was in my room, and mm-hmm. we stayed up all night. And you were drunk as hell, goddamn, looking crazy. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, bro, like, you know, like, join the military, like, going to prison. <laughs> I was like, I know you ain't never really been to jail like that, but I have. And, like, mm-hmm. that shit ain't the booth. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, because at that time, I was two weeks out, and then I had applied to Georgia Southern, and I finally got my acceptance letter in and got accepted. And, goddamn, I was like, well, I got, I got, you know, two options now. I could go in because I was gonna go in the military as IT too, because I was gonna go in twenty five Bravo. My dad like fought for that shit, like for me to go in twenty five Bravo. He's like, I want you to been stationed on Fort Gordon too. Yeah, I probably would have been here my whole life or some shit. Because it's the like, biggest signal base. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it's like, um, yeah, I went in, 
or I, I, I fucking I, I had two options on my hands. I had either go to Georgia Southern and study whatever the fuck I want to study, or fucking go in the military, BIT. And I had this real big thing against my father at that point, where I was like, I felt like he didn't want me to be greater than he because he didn't see the potential in me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I saw the potential in me, but nobody else sees it. There was a few people in my life that saw it. When it was young coaches and stuff like that. But, like, you know you're at the point where you fucking a young, ignorant-ass nigga. You fighting your parents every day, and you got them. You just grown into your own man. And in my dad's house, there can only be one man. So it was like I had to find a way to, like, figure out what I was going to do. And I decided to go off to college, and that's what it was. And I was two weeks out. The recruiters was mad as fuck. I had already went to MEPS. I was lined up to go. You know what I'm saying? I remember. I took my ass valve, got like an 88 on that bitch. They this this nigga smart as fuck. Goddamn. They was happy and all this shit. It was like, oh, we got a good recruit. They was happy. And I was just like, I remember when I told them, I was like, yeah, Sarge, I ain't going. They was like, what you mean? I ain't going. They're like, you know you signed such and such and such. Nah. That shit ain't that shit ain't in in stone until I got them hop on that on that bus and I'm gone, gone, and I really signed and I make that pledge. Yeah, that's when I. But all this other background shit that I gotta do before I go, nah, I ain't gotta deal with that shit. You know what I'm saying? And they was so fucking mad at me, bro. I remember that shit. I remember that shit, bro. To this day, I had a somewhat similar experience because yeah. I was actually doing the uh, pre ASVAB and all this, the practice ASVAB and yeah. all that. So I, I had a similar experience, but I was just like, oh, again, it was like. Nah, something don't sound right about this. Let me, yeah. let me take a step back, try to go a different route. My dad was fully supportive about that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he like I said, he didn't seen a lot in his years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he didn't really necessarily want me to go through those same things either. So he's like, listen, man, you know, figure out what you want to do in life and, you know, go go hard at that. So that's kind of what I did. It's yeah. crazy y'all had those experiences because my experience, like, I, I, I never really thought about the military. Only time I thought about it was when I lived in Kentucky again. My neighbor was an officer, and he was only like 27, 28 years old. And I was like 19, 18, 18 at the time. And mm-hmm. this nigga had a fire-ass Mustang just like Tommy's, but his yeah. was gold. It was fire as fuck. And I was like, damn, the military would be cool. This nigga got this nice-ass condo and got them this fire-ass Mustang. Mm-hmm. But I had to be realistic. And the you know me being realistic is you have a criminal record already. Yeah. Because, you know, I caught a felony when I was 17. Mm-hmm. You have a criminal record. And your your mom and your dad was in the military. One of them did 20 years, and she didn't have a great career. She retired as like an E6. Mm-hmm. And your dad got kicked out of the military because he popped hot like 30 times and got caught with a gun. And he shot somebody at a club. Yeah. <sighs> the eyes aren't with you. Mm-hmm. And I remember calling my dad. My dad was in prison at the time. And he said, yeah, he was like, he kept it a boat with me. He said, yeah, I'm going to keep it a boat with you. You my son. Don't join the military. Yeah. I said, why you say that? He said, I did every single day in the military on, on, on duty. I got in trouble all the time. All I did was smoke weed. Uh, mm-hmm. I got in trouble for crazy shit. He was like, you don't, you don't have the mindset for that shit. Yeah. And I disagree, though. I feel like I could. At that time, I couldn't, though. That nigga was 100% right. 
but I could have found a way to mature and transform. And it's funny watching I all my been a, friends. I ain't gonna lie, I would have been an amazing soldier, bro. You I feel like so? you. I, I feel think like I would have too, too. To be honest, you think so, bro? Because like we grew up with it. Like, so we would. Oh yeah, we were you're bred, right, you're right. We were bred you're for right. that. We were bred for that. So shit. so why did so many of our friends feel like Stan? Do, Stan, do you got a lot of friends that fell in the military? Because we got like five of them motherfuckers. You, you said that, that that fell in the military. Yeah, just like just didn't like didn't even make got, it their first contract. Yeah, either got kicked out or you know discharged or whatever the fuck. You ain't got to tell on them. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying. See, my nigga Fat Cam, I keep shitting on this nigga. But it's funny, yesterday we was on the phone with one of his military friends we about to take a trip with, and both them niggas failed. <laughs> like, but Cam pissed hot. Yeah. Cam was stationed at uh, Fort Campbell, and he kept coming back to Georgia. Fort Campbell. Yeah, he, uh, he kept coming back to Georgia smoking weed and shit. Bro, where are y'all live, though? Let me stop shitting on Cam. You said Fort Campbell. Did you did you ever leave the States, though? Yep. Uh, I can go first. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, I was born in Colorado. I was born in uh, Fort Carson. Um, moved to Fort Wainwright, Alaska. That's where my youngest sister was born. Mm-hmm. Fort Stewart, Georgia. My younger brother was born. Hinesville, uh, my nigga Damo. That's right. <laughs> Shout out to the Ville. And I lived in Panama, Fort Clayton. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I moved to Fort Campbell. And then I went to Vicenza, Italy. Uh, Ooh, so Italy, that's where I was at. Yeah, that's where I was at right before I came yeah. to uh, Fort Gordon. So from Vicenza, and then it was in Fort Gordon. And then that's oh, you've been to ass of places. Yeah. Crazy places, too. Yeah, because I, I don't born, even know I was the... born into the military. So my dad was already in the military when I was born. So, yeah. I don't know the names of the bases. Where, you know where the, the places was at? If you tell me the places. I was in Naples. I don't know. In Naples, I yep. I remember I was Naples, in Naples had the best pizza. But yeah, go ahead. My fault. Then I was in one of the bases in Germany. That was it. What city in Germany? I don't know. Kaiserslautern. This is when Harrisburg, I was. Uh, see, Harderburg. the only one I can remember was Naples. But before that, when I first met my like my uh, stepfather, mm-hmm. I was like two. So it was like, I don't remember. I know we was in Germany, and I know we went to Korea for a little bit, and then mm-hmm. we went to uh, Italy. And then after that, it was all states. And where at? Hmm? Where at in the states? Fort Gordon. <laughs> and been Fort Gordon since then. That's oh, pretty God. much. Yeah. That's pretty much how mine's went after the age of like seven. Before that, I was born in Fort Polk. My mom was from Louisiana, actually Washington too. But yeah. I stayed. I stayed with her mom though. Yeah. I I uh I was in uh, DC too. That's what you talking about DC. I or don't you know the state of Washington. Oh, state of Washington in Tacoma. I oh, remember that. Okay. But that was it. Damn. Yeah, I was. I went to DC. I should have paid more to, attention. I, I went to, uh, to what the fuck is the base in New York? In Buffalo. Fort Drum. Buffalo. Fort Drum. Mm-hmm. I was at Fort Drum. Where else we went? Uh, nah, that's it. Then Germany. You know, I stayed in Germany for six years. That's why when I moved here, I moved to Columbia County what, in Avery. Where in Germany? Mannheim. Mannheim. Yeah, I've been to Mannheim. Yeah, so I moved here from Mannheim, and everybody was calling me a German nigga. But, uh, I had the same experience, <laughs> bro. Because <laughs> I moved in from Vicenza, yeah. and I went to Richmond, yeah. Yeah. and I, I had the same bro, goddamn it, experience, It's bro. weird. Like, all the Columbia County niggas say, oh, that nigga not from Columbia County. He from Germany. And all the Richmond County niggas be like, oh, he from Columbia County. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, bro, I ain't got no home for real, nigga. Nah, the, that's that's the weird thing about being a military brother. You really don't. Bro, you don't have no then, home. You don't even know what is, to tell people. The thing is, as a military brat, for all y'all military brats might be coming up, 
Fuck that. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Now, what, what do y'all tell I, people when they ask y'all where y'all Oh, from? I tell them I have no home. I'm a military brat. I tell them I'm from Augusta. I say... Oh, if I'm in Augusta, if I'm in Augusta and somebody asks me, I tell them I have no home. I'm a military brat. If I'm outside of Augusta, I say Augusta. So the way I explain it, I say that I like I'm kind of from everywhere. My dad was in the military, and then I'll kind of go into that. I like, but I have spent my entire adult life in Georgia. So it, do with that what you will. If you want to yeah. say I'm from Georgia, then that's fine. I'm I'm cool with. It. I love Georgia. So bro, you are from Georgia though. Yeah, I, 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 and I accept that. Like, but I, niggas I love in Georgia, Georgia gonna say you're not from Georgia. Yeah, and that's and, where it becomes weird. When and you if you say local, if you say you from Augusta, weird. niggas gonna shit on you and be like, you one of them niggas that left Augusta went to Atlanta and act like he was from Atlanta. And I never say I'm from Atlanta. I've not one time in my entire life said I'm oh, from Atlanta. Oh, every nigga me and Big King went to school fact, with. If you go on my like, if you go on my Uber profile, it actually says I'm from Augusta. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't have no problem Bruh, claiming every, Augusta. I love every, Augusta. Every nigga that me and Big King went to high school with that lives in Atlanta now. Says they're it's, from Atlanta. It's real. Yeah. It's real. And honestly, that it ain't even gross. just Augusta, bro. Anybody that moves to Atlanta, they take on that culture so headstrong that they like. I mean, I've seen people that I've lived there longer than 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 they have, and you would let let them tell it. They were damn near born and raised there. Oh yeah, the the Atlanta culture is it's ridiculous, yeah. bro. But bro, the military lifestyle, bro, the, uh, as a kid, is fun as a motherfucker. Oh, it's amazing, Absolutely. bro. I miss it so much. I love the military. Do you bro, ever? Bro. Do you ever have people like hit you up? From oh man, I talk. Man, I got yeah. so many friends from from when I was in the military. And bro. that was a weird part to me, bro, because like when I was on social media, they would hit me up because like it was such a uh, an experience for all of us. Like, bro, growing up as Americans in a different in a foreign land is like, especially y'all are all so close knit. It's like a unique experience, bro. Mm-hmm. It's like. Y'all, y'all really family. That's what I be saying, bro. Y'all really That's family, dog. Like it's could you know all the goddamn sergeants be having cookouts and shit, and goddamn you be playing with their kids and you know what I'm saying. And like you grow these relationships, it's like family. You know what I'm saying. Living on a military base now, it's like I don't think it's as what it used to be because now it's like you know the military is kind of like downsized a lot. A lot of bases are closing down. Yeah. A lot of military people are living off base. You Man, know what I'm saying? Mannheim closed down. The base I stayed in in Germany. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people... It's a, it's a refugee camp now. Yeah. A lot of people living Which off base. Which is weird. 2022, I'm talking about a refugee camp. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... um, <laughs> We lived in the golden era of like military brats. Like, I think I had to agree with that, honestly. Yeah. Bro, I remember... um. It was one day I was at Damo Crib and I had just started my podcast and one of my homeboys from Germany, his parents got a house around the corner from my mama house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, we had connected. We was kicking it out. Like, I want you on my pod and shit. He was in the NFL. So I want you on my pod. And uh, he came to the house. This nigga big as a motherfucker. This nigga's huge. Mm-hmm. And Damo then was like, Slim, where the fuck did you get this big ass nigga from? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, we lived in Germany. And, you know, that nigga was just talking about like, you know, Bro, being a military kid is like living a fucking quadruple life. Mm-hmm. So, like, he was talking about me like I was this hooping-ass nigga. Mm-hmm. You know, all my friends know me as this drug-dealing-ass nigga. Mm-hmm. But he's like, yeah, bro, remember when, goddamn, we won a championship, you was crying and shit? I'm like, ha hell yeah, da 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 and them niggas like, nigga, like, you remember that time you dropped all them points, nigga, da 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 And them niggas like... I mean, that nigga can hoop, but god damn, nigga. I'm like, no, nigga. I used to hoop, nigga. Like, for real, nigga. But, um, bro, being on the military base, I remember, bro, this nigga moved to Germany, the same nigga I'm talking about, and he was, like, the first nigga fucking, bro. Mm -hmm. So, like, 
nigga. Girls used to chase me home from school, but I was scared to fuck. Yeah. And goddamn, my mom, she never would let me have sleepovers or sleep over people's houses. Mm-hmm. And then she let me have a sleepover one day, and this nigga was like, oh, we going to get some pussy. <laughs> and he don't know still to this day, I didn't fuck. I pretended like I did. <laughs> I was scared as fuck. Yeah. But that nigga was in that bitch fucking. I was like, bro, this nigga head ass. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the military life though bro for real like every girl that you got a crush on lives in your neighborhood yeah like that's how you picture it yeah I almost when you overseas in sixth grade bro because of that <laughs> dead ass only reason, I did, only reason I didn't because I didn't have a condom yeah. like we was at her crib her mom was at work and she ain't had no dad and we walked to her house, me, my homeboy. And that nigga said she ain't no dad. She ain't no dad. So it was just her mom. So her mom was at work. Yeah. And we went over there. And the only reason I, like, we was kissing, doing all that, you know, all that shit. Yeah. Sixth grade. But the only yeah. reason I didn't, because I didn't have a condom. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy, And thankfully, bro. because my dad was already teaching me about condoms at that time, if he hadn't, I probably would have went through with it. Mm-hmm. Bro, sixth grade is when I lost my virginity. Okay. I went, I went to a dance. I was in that bitch Harlem shaking. <laughs> I had plaits in my head and I had long ass hair, bro. I had long hair. I was in that bitch Harlem shaking, plaits <laughs> swinging everywhere, going crazy. All the bitches were like, get it, get it. It was a high school dance, too. They yeah. were like, get it, get it. I was oh, that bitch going shit. crazy and shit. I got there, went outside, you know, popping my shit. Shawty was like, let's go to the car. I was like, you know, cool. You know, I think I'm a cool nigga and shit. Yeah. She was in like 10th grade. Yeah, bro. Scared as fuck. The bitch got them started sucking me up. I was like, cool. The bitch got on top of me. I was like, get off me. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, I remember the second girl I fucked, I brought her to the crib on lunch. Goddamn. And my mama husband came in there. I was in the living room. That bitch was riding me. That's how you know I'm a trash ass nigga. First two times I fucked, bitch was riding me. Yeah. I ain't even got them scrite like that. Goddamn, oh, this nigga came in and seen me and he started screaming, laughing, bro. Like he just kept laughing and he just went to his room and I hauled ass out the crib and I came home and he was still laughing. And my mom was like, What? I was sad. Like my mom, my mom was like crying, bro. Yeah. She was like, Not my baby. Nah, they don't like that. They don't like yeah, that. Yeah, bro. My mom, like, you know, I'm the golden child. My mom, like, Not my baby. Not my baby. You want to know how I got caught? Uh, <laughs> Oh my god, if she listening to this shit, it's about to be funny. Shawty had letters that we was like writing back and forth. And some of the letters used to, you know, be kinda kinda wild. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And her mom found the letters. I remember them days. See kids listening, they don't they don't remember that. All, they got the text and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's before all of that. Yeah. And her mom found the letters. So that's how she found out that we was fucking. And she gave the letters to my mom. So my mom picked me up from school. Like, you got something you need to tell me? Not particularly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then she started going about the letters. As soon as she said that, I was like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and fess up. I already know what time it is. She, 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 know, she know everything. Yeah, she was just like, you better have worn two condoms and all this other shit, man. She was going crazy. Yeah. Don't man, you hate letting your mama down like that? Yeah, it, it was it was. A I know you got to piss, bro. I know you got to piss. Oh, yeah. we yeah. Oh, oh yeah. what you was about to say? Oh, no, I was about to say some other shit. Oh, go ahead. But yeah, you trying to piss? Nah, come on, let's piss. <laughs> right. My shit about to blow up. But yeah, Stan, what you said while we was on the piss break about uh, about some military kids don't like being military kids? You know, it's interesting, man. Um, what I've noticed is that uh, you have 
you got some military kids who fully embrace the military lifestyle and um, like just all the experiences and stuff that they had. And then you have some that almost resent it, almost like they wanted to grow up in the hood and, and being more hood. <laughs> listen, yeah. man. Listen, yeah. Well, you, you know, bro. typically most military kids is kind of urban. Typically, though. Yeah. And I mean, to be honest, a lot of the people went to the military because they grew up in the hood and they yeah. wanted that. They seen that that was their way out. And they so, family members still in the hood. Yeah. So that's Absolutely. why they act like that. Yeah. But I think it's kind of weird. It's a weird dynamic because of the fact that they didn't grow up that way, especially the ones that were like born and raised into the military. But they still kind of try to keep those roots. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing to forget where you come from. At the same time, if that's not necessarily your experience, then why are you trying to present it as it being your experience? You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's why I don't try to act hood because I didn't grow up in the hood. Yes, yeah. I have cousins and stuff that's in the hood. Yes, when I go home to visit and I visit my grandparents and stuff like that, yeah. But I didn't grow up in the hood, so I'm not going to act like we all kind of you know we, we, we all kind of come from that type of situation where it's like, our parents, I talk to Slim about this all the time. Like, our parents was the ones who chose to leave the hood, and the only out was the military. Back then, at least for black people. Especially you know if saying? you had kids prior yeah. to going into the military. So, so like, they could have chose to stay, but I'm so glad my mama decided to let's move to Tacoma, Washington, or whatever. She met my, uh, my father, and we was in the military ever since then. I grew up, you know, my whole high school. Middle school, elementary school, I was a military kid. So it's like that formed me into the man I am now. You know what I'm saying? That's why I am the way I am now. Can I tell you something that's uh, interesting? I I do a lot of introspection. Mm -hmm. I kind of sometimes battle with myself because I kind of feel like I've developed some sort of God complex as if, unfortunately, when I do go around some of my family members, I do feel like I'm better than them. I'm I mean, just, I'm just be honest. That's that big king shit. I'm, I'm not nah, trying. Nah, nah, and nah. it's not. It's not intentional. It's not but like, like a, the, the range nah, of conversation is just is not the yeah, same. Yeah. Like oh, like you have certain conversations. Oh, when that you say just, that, when you say that, yeah, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> it's funny. A couple of weeks ago, I forgot who I was talking to, but I was just telling them. Uh, no, I think I was talking to you, Big King. What? We was talking about uh, Carter was pretending like he. Uh, he knows um, Japanese. You remember oh, yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. We would pretend like he knew Japanese. And I was mm-hmm. like, bro, you don't know Japanese. Cut it out. And he was like, yeah, I, I, I kind of do. And mm-hmm. I was like, you should learn that shit for real because you be watching all this damn anime. You might as mm-hmm. well learn it. Yeah. And uh, Katie was like, nah, that shit's going to be hard for him. I was like, nah, that nigga's a kid. Like, yeah, he can learn that easy. shit quick. Yeah. I told her, I was like, German was, I picked that shit up like it was nothing. But yeah. as, a, as a high schooler trying to learn Spanish, shit was the hardest thing in the world to me. Yeah. And uh, I, I remember talking to people, like, in the past, like, I tell them, like, yeah, I still know German a little bit. I can't speak it like I can speak it as a as an elementary schooler, but, you know, mm-hmm. I still can, like, count a course. I can have a conversation, like, find out where we need to go or shit like that. Mm-hmm. And they always be like, Cap. I'm like, bro, I can count to 100 right now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's easy as fuck. Yeah. But for some reason, my head-ass friends don't believe I know how to do that. Like, I remember I had to do it one time, and them niggas was like, bro, oh, I thought you were capping. <laughs> Yeah, bro. I feel like being a military kid gives you the best. I feel like that's one thing about anybody in any country, dog. Like, we don't get to experience other cultures a lot, just people in general, because you always stay in your own bubble. But, like, that was the best thing about being in the military is, like, 
Dog, I remember going to like I, I remember living in Naples and going to the fish market. I remember, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying talking to Italian people and like I don't even know how to like I I forgot everything best, I knew. Best pizza you gonna eat? Too. Yeah, that's what I'm yes. saying. Like and it's ice just, cream. Yeah, and, and it's like bro. pasta, everything, mozzarella, all that shit is just fresh, freshly made. Like it's just like you don't understand like. You understand how how rich other cultures are until you go experience that shit. Like just how when you was in Germany or whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? It's like that shit's crazy that we don't. I feel like everybody should have that experience. I don't know what, I don't know how to provide it, but like y'all know what the coolest thing was I seen when I lived overseas. What? Um, the Greek cathedrals. Yeah, the Catholic churches was cool too. Yeah. But the cathedrals, like like in Athens, we went to Athens. Mm-hmm. I was in this um this uh what's it called? The damn the damn higher education programs. Mm-hmm. It was called Tag over there, mm-hmm. Talented and Gifted. Uh-huh. And every month we went on a trip somewhere. And one month we went to Athens and we went to, you know, the Coliseums. Mm-hmm. And bro, like the blood was still on the walls. Mm-hmm. It's like you can feel the spirits in that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, damn, I'm just looking around like, damn, this nigga literally was cutting niggas heads off right here nigga mm-hmm. like this shit crazy and yeah, them catholic you... churches catholic churches are scary over there though bro mm-hmm. cuz like he just walked through them bitches they so fucking old bro like ain't no renovations they just yeah. old they do big on pr- uh, preservation over yeah. there so yeah, yeah. i agree with you but i think that's also the dope part about it because it's like you watch, you read these history books and all that and then you go over there and you actually see these things in person uh-huh. you standing in what you was reading in the history book. Yeah. So these yeah. people, for them, it's like an urban legend or a myth. And for you, it's reality. You literally standing in it. Like you said, yeah. you seeing the blood stains on the wall, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, damn, like, you 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 can visualize a gladiator fucking slicing somebody's throat and the blood splattering against the mm-hmm. wall. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it, that's a I can only imagine. Experience. I can only imagine how crazy Rome was back in the day. Oh, my God. Oh, I can only, too. Because, I've, you know, we, we went on this, like, little family trip before we left Italy. Not little. It was actually a big family trip. We went to Rome. We Rome went to, is dope. We went to Pisa. We went to Venice. Venice is super dope. We went to fucking... Um, we went to go see the Sistine Chapel, Michelangelo or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck painted I was like, bro, because I ain't going to lie. And I didn't even realize at the time. I was like, this boring-ass trip. But goddamn. <laughs> ain't it crazy how yeah. you think that as a kid? And I, I didn't realize until I got old. I was old. a nerd, though. I ain't going to lie. I didn't even realize until I got old. I was like, bro, I just seen the Sistine Chapel. I just seen the Vatican. I just that's, seen. That's exactly what I was just saying, Yeah, man. I'm yeah. like, bro, I just seen the fucking You don't appreciate Coliseum. when you're a kid, but when you grow up, you're like, damn, I should have been paying attention. Because cause it was times I was like that too, but when I hit like fourth grade, I started really paying attention. Like, bro, the best trip I went on, bro, and this shit probably had ass, but, bro, we went to uh, the city in Germany called Kokum. Mm-hmm. And Kokum is, I think it means, I forgot what it means, but in English, it translates to the city that floods. Yeah. So every four year, every four years, it floods like the whole city. Yeah. Oh, so niggas got to get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's a great ass city with all kind of historical shit, and like you can literally they have marks where it floods every four years. Yeah. So you can see where it floods and shit, and like you just looking around and you like this shit really be underwater? Yeah. Like what the fuck? And it's just weird as hell, but. Uh, I think the reason why it was my favorite trip is because, like, uh, just how it was structured. Like, mm-hmm. we we all stayed in one room, boys and girls, and the parents stayed in one room. And, like, the little hotel we stayed in, which wasn't a hotel, mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck it was. 
all the parents would go to the bottom to the bar and just stay there all night mm-hmm. and we'll be upstairs getting wild as fuck. Mm-hmm. That's why it's my favorite trip, but uh, it shouldn't be. Yeah, <laughs> it's an interesting. Story. So I wonder how many casualties. Not to go on a deep dive, but I wonder how many casualties they they have whenever they uh, have. The probably a lot, bro. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, I want to look it up too. I, I would. I would imagine anybody from this that town would know. Yeah. So they would know. Damn. Oh, this is this is that time of the year. Yeah, that's but, tough, right? Yeah. Like you thinking about it is like we gotta prepare. Oh yeah, for they know. Flood. Yeah, so it's like I figured they would know, but probably some like some people, of the cities yeah. in Florida where they like evacuate oh, yeah, when they definitely. know hurricane season coming. Definitely, I always feel bad because I lived in I lived in Jacksonville for a while and people. Yeah, that shit the floods. You don't even realize it's a flood until it's a flood, nigga. It's over with already. There's nothing you can do about it, it too. Yeah, it ain't nothing. That shit is over with. You know what I'm saying? Like water is water. Water in itself is such an interesting element mm-hmm. because it could be the lightest thing and it can also be the most destructive thing. Oh yeah, definitely. And it just it really just depends on the volume definitely. of it. You know what I'm saying? And exactly. the force of it. Like it's it's insane. You know, yeah. like damn man, bro. The biggest thing I learned though, um, in closing with this military topic, the biggest thing that I learned was um. How other countries deal with racism compared to the United States. Yeah. When you go to Germany, there's no sign of Hitler whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went from a country where, um, and it's crazy. Uh, I don't know if y'all had pen pals. Y'all had pen pals when y'all sit over there? Mm-hmm. I did. Okay. I don't remember who mine was, though, but. Bro, I was the only kid that had a girl pen pal. I had a girl pen pal, too. Yeah, yeah, my teacher was like, yeah, we don't have enough boys, so I'm going to give you a girl. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I trust you, da-da-da-da. And it's crazy because, like, all my homeboys brought their pen pals to my house. And it was a game that came <clears throat> that came out at the time on PlayStation. PlayStation that just came out. Yeah. It was a game that came out with, like, these bears and... Uh, other animals, but they was like these fighting werewolf shit, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah that, shit, we, that shit had just came out. Yeah. We was playing that shit, and the girl, the girl came. Uh, my girl pen pal came with her best friend. So the girl whose pen pal that was came too, and they, you know, it was just all four of them, and they was just looking like, the fuck is these stupid ass boys doing? <laughs> And I was just like, yeah, you know, like I took her outside, put her on my bike. She was on my pegs. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I had seen the bike I wanted. I was like, yeah, I'm about to swap this bitch out. <laughs> and she was like, what? She was like, y'all live stupid as hell over here. Like she was just looking at me like, what the fuck? I went to the gazebo and shit and I was looking at the older kids and I was like, yeah, man, I can't wait to get a gold chain like him. Yeah. And she was just looking at me like, the fuck? So I'm thinking like, because I'm thinking she like a poet German, you know what I'm mm. saying? Bruh, when it was my turn to go to her house, bruh, bruh, she lived great as hell, bruh. Like, they went to private school. They go to year, excuse me, they go to school year round. Her mm-hmm. dad spoke English. We yeah. had pizza. He was like, how do you say this? And I was like, oh, it's a mushroom. He was like, oh, okay. And uh, he had a conversation with me. He was like, how's America? And I was like, it's cool. He was like, no, like, how, how, how is America, though? Yeah. He was like, like, here, um, you know, you won't find a swastika nowhere. Mm-hmm. There's no signs of Hitler, any of that. He was like, how's America? And I was like, you know, I'm a kid at the time, and yeah. I ain't lived in America since, like, first grade. Yeah. But I'm thinking, like, well, my mom took me to South Carolina, and this is guy named Robert Lee. Mm-hmm. And this nigga statue's everywhere. And, uh, and apparently he's, like, this real big, you know, war guy that was just cutting niggas' heads off, literally. 
Mm. <laughs> I'm talking like this to this man. And he's like, really? And it's just statues of him everywhere? I was like, yeah, bro. Them shit is everywhere. Like, I've seen this nigga statue three times. You don't even realize it when you until you start explaining it to somebody from a different culture. And he was just talking to me, and he was like, bro, because I didn't get it as a kid. I didn't get... That was normal to me. Yeah. Like, and he, he asked me, he said... Have you have you ever seen have you ever seen a statue of Hitler? And I said, No. He said, So why do you think this guy you just told me? Because he didn't know who the guy was. He looked him up. He was like, So why do you think there's statues everywhere of this guy where where y'all from? But we don't have statues of Hitler. That shit fucked my head up. That's a good question. Nigga, we got Nazis in America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, America's a wild place. Yeah. America's but, just a fucking wild place. But, bro, other countries look at us like we like fucking wild animals. Like, where them niggas, remember, um, and I know both y'all niggas are big Game of Thrones fans. Mm-hmm. Remember the, uh, the Wildlands? The yep. That's exactly how they view us. We are the wildlands. They wouldn't be wrong. <laughs> they wouldn't be wrong. Yeah, we, we are the wildlands. It's sick over here. It really is. It really is, man. Bruh. But it, most of this is just mental health and um, people, we're not, we don't look at each other like a family in America, bro. No. Like, we I mean, we're not because ain't none of us from here. We are Fair. a family, though. We you a big-ass melting pot and one thing I too much time get, has went by. We should I, be able to all coexist. Well, unfortunately, had, America yeah. has breeded this culture of individuality, so mm-hmm. that's where we at now. And mm-hmm. that's why you have stuff with this gender war where people feel like they don't need each other mm-hmm. or not even need each other. They don't even want each other at this point. Yeah. You What's y'all niggas' mean? pronouns? He, him. <laughs> Grown ass man. What you was about to say, Big King? But um, actually, I had, you know, they be, when you work in like corporate America, now they have that in their tags and their signatures and their emails. Yeah, you talk, we talk about it on the pod. Oh my I know God. I keep cracking that same corny joke, bro. I can't help it because that shit is funny, bro. You right. caught me off guard. I ain't gonna lie when you said, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Bro, I can't help it. That shit is just too funny to me. Like, nigga, my pronoun, nigga. I don't give a fuck what you call me, nigga. Yeah. Like, this nigga Big King texted me the other day talking about some, yeah, I'm not calling niggas they nicknames no more. I don't give a fuck what you call me, nigga. (laughs) Nigga, I ain't got an answer to that shit. I ain't gonna lie, I'm over that shit though, bro. I'm tired of telling people. I'd be like, yeah. They'd be like, oh, oh, your friend, what's his name? I'd be like, his name is Slim. And they'd be like, Slim? I'd be like, yeah, his name is Slim. They'd be like, no, what's his name? Oh, you wanna you wanna call me Rodney? Rodney, yes. And then who the fuck you want to. And then I'd be like, yeah, my homeboy Slim and Blue. And they'd be like, "Don't call that nigga John Tavius." John Tavius, nah, that nigga mama. That's his real name. I'm not talking about nobody mamas. (laughs) (laughs) But John Tavius is wild. That's why you just you just say I want to name him John, but I want to put some wild shit on the end of it. (laughs) I want to put some wild shit on (laughs) that. You know what I recently found out? I actually, I actually met Blue a long, long, long time ago. Everybody says that they don't know. I went to Richmond. Oh, he went to Richmond. Oh, so you know the head ass blue. Oh, yeah. I know. Because he used to hang with like Tavares and uh, Brandon Vream, right? Yeah, that's the nigga, the light skinned nigga with the long dreads. Uh, No, I don't think he got dreads. He got short cut. Tavares and then Brandon, he was the football player. Oh, okay. Uh, He's dark skinned, kind of tall. The receiver? I guess so. I only went to Richmond for a year, so. Oh, okay. But 
But yeah, I, I somebody was telling me because uh, I was talking about to apply to them, and they were telling me about Blue, and it was like, yeah, yeah, uh, Blue used to hang out with them. I was like, oh, for real? And at the time, I didn't really know anybody, so it's just like sending another person. But it's funny, like now listening to the pod, and then it's like, oh damn, like I actually like ran across Buddy at some point. But you probably don't know that, but it, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what Blue would say if he was here right now. Hey, um, damn, I ain't gonna lie. I got this. I I did want to talk about this, but yeah, let's I go didn't. Ahead. I didn't want to talk about it right now, but we here now. So, right. and I gotta say this. Okay. I came to Domo's job yesterday, and everybody said Drake's album sucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, said, it was an R and B motherfucker, bro. I'm gonna I'm get y'all takes. I'm gonna get y'all takes. Bro, they, everybody said it sucked. Walked in the Domo job, and that nigga was doing the spinner rooney. <laughs> that nigga was jigging. He said, this, this nigga hardest take ever, nigga. This bitch hard. I said, bro, buddy can piss in a cup and you will drink it. Yeah. And he said, see, depend what it tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> and that bitch was just moving and grooving. Yeah. And Blue was like, see, um, let me remind y'all. Blue talks about shit he doesn't know about. Yeah. Blue said, see, um, when rappers get older, they just start making bap shit, unless it's Wayne and Jay-Z. I said, Blue, name me three Jay-Z pro- uh, projects. That nigga said, oh, the Blueprint and the Carter Three. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> <laughs> me and Donald just looked at each other and said, the Carter Three, huh? He said, the Carter Three. I said, oh, okay, bro, whatever. But anyway, Drake's project, I didn't listen to it. I'm not going to cap y'all down. I'm not coming in here acting like Blue. Um, I am the Drake hater. Steph Curry had just won the championship. We'll get to that later. Mm. I was mad as fuck because Quay was clapping the whole time. I said, if this nigga clap one more time, I'm leaving. That nigga clapped (laughs) again. I fucking left in the middle of the third (laughs) quarter. Went home and went to sleep. How was Drake's project? I'll be honest. You listen. You listen to it. Yeah, you go first. I mean, it's like some like dance holly uh, R and B. It's a dance album, right? Yeah, it's like it's like one of them like just hold on, we're going home type. Of I album. fucking hate that song because that actually, nigga said you want to know what's like crazy. That. I actually like that song. Yeah, and I, I love and that I still song. don't and I still don't like this. Y'all niggas love that lame. song, but y'all niggas lame. But he, I feel that. a whole album of it, a whole album <laughs> of it is just a lot. And then I came to the conclusion that. All these niggas is dropping their trashish albums of all time in this year. I figured it out. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let's slow down with that. Like, which, oh, which, oh, oh, regard, oh, oh, oh. You said you like Kendrick shit. Kendrick dropped this year. It was all right. No. Oh, no. Nah. You were bumping man. that shit when I came to your crib when that shit dropped. Oh, man. You, was bumping you, that you liked it? I loved it. Oh, Absolutely damn. loved so it. So, what you... Well, you put it on his, on his rank of... Uh, I'm still trying to figure that of out. Album. It's It's... I see the thing I is, it's, it's like top, I think it's top two. Top two between what? Good Kid, Mad City. Who? Every other album he drops is a Pimp Butterfly. That's my favorite one, bro. Okay, that's so my we, favorite so we, album. Okay, so we are because because most I get killed for that. Like yeah. a lot of people like. The Pimp of Butterfly is your favorite? That's my it's favorite, my favorite album. man. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Bro. And I that's fucking hate album. that album. That's yeah. a, that's, it, it's, it's definitely for a niece, a niece demographic, but yeah. to be honest, yeah. that album is... I, like, right, I went bro. back and re-listened to all of that. Yeah. That album is fucking flawless, bro. Yeah. Like, it really is. Hard, bro. But the one... I just feel like... Drake... 
I feel like I feel like he was waiting on the game. I feel like he was waiting on everybody to drop so he could figure out what he could do. You know what I'm saying? And he saw he was like, oh, Kendrick dropped some mid, so I'm a goddamn. Woo! And I'm not saying it was some mid. No, no, you good. You good. I'm not yeah. saying personally. But if that's his take and that's what he put out, I mean, I don't, I'm not I don't, saying I don't think it was some mid, but it was some KB. Yeah, I'm not saying it. it was per, some KB. I'm not saying personally. Some the kind, Kendrick, but the Kendrick album was some mid. I, I respect people's opinion. Though. I'm you know not, what I'm I, I ain't that kind of guy. I feel like Drake had this in the tuck the whole time. He had these tracks. Should have kept it. Tough. And he just saw, oh, <laughs> ain't nobody. The only person that dropped a hard album this year probably was fucking Dirkio, Dirk, and Future. I ain't gonna lie, that that uh that Dreamville mixtape joint they dropped was yeah, crazy. Yeah, the Dreamville, too. the Dreamville. A lot of mixtape. a lot of white boys love that shit too. That's hard. Lotus. The Dreamville shit? Yeah, they love that shit. I mean, Dreamville. It brought me back to the 07 days, like the mixtape era. Yeah. I got a stick. I said, That shit hard. Gosh. That shit hard. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm a big Dreamville guy. I ain't gonna lie. I I, I honestly, out of all three of them, uh, Cole's been my my go-to for the past like Cole been killing four shit. Yeah. He's been killing shit the last few years. Yeah. Like Cole, he killed you heard everybody. You're my feelings on the, by saying uh missing more hours mid though. You're my feelings. That bit. shit I mid, bro. You got to be real. Though. You got to be real that like shit mid, I don't bro. put it I put it how I have it how how I have it ranked. I got Pimple Butterfly. I got Good Kid Mad City. That's and, one. And then I got Damn. That's two. And then I got Mr. Morale. That's how I have him. Then put it to Pimple Butterfly, then put Mr. Morale. Then Section 80 at the the last because that was his first project. I agree. I agree with that. I like ADHD. Yeah, that's a good... A A lot of people forget about that. That shit hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard, but ain't nobody know him. I ain't ain't know the nigga till the week Good Kid Mad City drop. I'm going to keep it both with y'all niggas. Yeah, same. Same here. I, I, I was in class. I was on Twitter. Everybody was like, oh my gosh, this is the best album I've ever heard in my life. It was, and I was uh, like, who the fuck swim, is this Swimming Pools. Swimming Pools came out. That's when yeah, I... Yeah, we, I, was, we I was in was college. Yeah. 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 And then after that, I was like, oh damn, I like this nigga. And then when he did that BET Cypher, I was like, oh no, I fucks with this nigga. Oh yeah, like, BET Cypher to... was crazy. Yeah, so... Yeah, I remember Twitter because normally, goddamn, I'm used to scrolling through my Twitter and there's nothing but porn. Mm-hmm. And that day... It was goddamn Kendrick. Everybody was like, Kendrick this, Kendrick that, Kendrick. And I was like, what the fuck? Because it was Control right before that. Control yeah. Control set the internet on fire. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, let me listen to this, nigga. Niggas had but, uh, heard off that Control. Oh, man. But Stan, how you feel about, about the Drake album? I'm going to tell you how I listened to it. I was like, they was like, yeah, Drake dropping a new album. I was like, okay, cool. Uh, I clicked on the album, and I literally, I'm going to be honest, this is probably flagrant as fuck, but I'm not... Quote unquote Drake friends, so I don't really give a fuck. I literally turned the album on and I was like moving the little mark on Apple Music and just skimming like every 30 seconds just mm-hmm. to hear what the music sound like. And I probably did that all the way up to the 21 Savage track. Exactly. After that, I turned it off. And I, I liked his verse on that 21 Savage yeah, track. Yeah, that, that song is dope. The, j- the rest Jimmy, of the album, the Jimmy I, Cooks, I, I, The Jimmy Cooks track was the only hard track on that album. I threw shit. the rest of the album away. I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm be honest. Oh, damn. I just capped and said I didn't listen to it, huh? I don't listen to the last two songs. I listened to the song before that because my little nigga TJ told me that was the best song, and that shit was super trash. You talking about the, what was it called? It's called like Insecurity. Something or, like that, Liability or something like that. Liability, there you Is go. Is it called that? Yeah, I yeah. think that's what it's called. Yeah, you know yeah, I'm done It's just another again, R&B track. It was a, not, it was a, it was a dance hall. Yeah, it's called Liability. It's a dance hall R&B album, and 
we should judge it as that. But Drake knew this was he had he knew this is a weak album year, and he knew he knows where to drop his albums. Ain't Tyler dropping? Is is Tyler dropping? I think Tyler dropping. Tyler's bro. I was gonna say last year he dropped. Uh, CLB in it, yeah, definitely with some fire albums that dropped last year, and that album was but, not but fire. He, he, but he really, <laughs> so. but but Drake really thought he put his time into that. Like he he really he was like CLB is is gonna be good, but like this one he was just like I'm gonna drop it because I feel like I feel like he dropped it because it's a weak album year. Fuck it, I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get killed for this. Uh, I think we are out of the golden era of Drake. Yeah, I think. Drake, oh, we've been out of that. I, I think Drake has been on a decline. Almost every single album that he's been putting out, I don't mm-hmm. care. If people like to argue. Every time I say that, they're like, "Well, his numbers, he sells this mm-hmm. much." I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Quality wise, I feel like Drake peaked at um, nothing was the same, and I see, I feel like ever since then, every oh, yeah. project nothing that he's dropped, same. it just gone. Nothing was the same. Was his. Best that's my favorite project. One. That's yeah. my favorite one. Nothing yeah. was the same with my favorite. Take Care was my favorite, but nothing was the same. I wish I appreciated more because them niggas was getting on my nerves and they kept playing it. So I was trying to hate it no, so I bad, but that like shit was it. so good. At that it's time, it's really at that dope. time, I didn't even like it. That was Drake at, at that time. I, same. I, yeah. I, I felt the same way. I, Take Care was my favorite. And yeah. then as time went on, I was like, yo, this album is actually really good. Like yeah. he's doing a lot he's of good spitting. rapping on it. Yeah, he's yeah. And then from there, it literally yeah. just went downhill. Every single project he dropped, I just felt the production, the quality, just the mm. level of effort behind it. Hey, I got a confession for y'all down. niggas, too. Mm. I was riding down the road today, and I was listening to the radio on accident, and a Drake song came on. I don't remember what song it was, but it was an old song. And that nigga Drake said something like, she don't even, she don't even call me on my birthday. And I said, man, fuck them bitches. <laughs> <laughs> And then yeah, I got to thinking. I said, "Am I really relating to this nigga?" <laughs> like he just kept spitting, and you I kept feeling that shit. nigga. You I kept feeling that nigga. Shit. I Did said, his, "Oh his new, shit!" His latest video. I was just about to bring that up. That he had. That he I had with uh, Tristan. That's how I know he losing it, bro. So this nigga latest video, bro. I didn't watch the video, but I just seen uh, screenshots because you know I'm a hip hop blog uh, fiend. Yeah. Uh, his latest video. He married 20, 23 bitches. Mm-hmm. He married twenty three bitches. I gotta stop saying bitches. I feel like I, I have a lot more listeners if I stop saying bitches. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna do that shit though. <laughs> but twenty three bitches and goddamn twenty three um, young women. Twenty three young women. See, you just got a daughter, so you on your shit. I yeah. fuck with it. I, I'm, I'm about to have me one too. Knock on wood. Don't put that on myself. I'm but uh, <laughs> I'm pro woman. I'm a feminist. Nah, that shit you went through, I ain't never trying to go through that. <laughs> but but uh, 23 Young Women, best man was uh, Tristan Thompson. Yeah. That whole shit, you know I hate this word, Bikini. That whole shit screamed toxic. I was about to say, oh, yeah. that's the best man. He should have had, but he should have had all the most toxic niggas he knew. He should have had, had Future. Future, yeah. He should have set that ass. bitch off, yeah, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he should have had all the toxic niggas, bro. Yeah. Who else he should have had on there? Kevin know. Samuels, if yeah. he was still alive, he yeah. should have had Ack on that bitch. Yeah. Hey, niggas don't I do, know. I, I do Big Ack's bullshit. Sa- I think Drake would have had Kevin Samuels on something yeah. if he was still alive, to be honest. I think Kevin Samuels actually would have been on a lot of rappers shit mm-hmm. as time was going up. I mean, he was on T.I.P. podcast. Mm-hmm. He was on Future's video. Uh, he was on the Atlanta episode. Yeah. yeah. It's because what he stand for. But if you want to go all the way toxic, but see shit like that be making me think too. Like you know, I hate that word toxic, but it's like, damn, that is toxic masculinity. 
like niggas being they toxic bags, nigga. So, 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 so what? So what? What do you think is toxic? Uh, I, was, I was about to say let's talk. Let's go with that first because I want to yeah. get into the toxic masculinity. All right, about the about the video. What was toxic about it? All right, so so first off, ain't nothing toxic about masculinity. That's some head ass shit. Yeah, but let's really talk about this shit now. Was toxic about the video. You marrying twenty three women. You're really showing your hand here. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, let's all be honest here. Polygamy is dead, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't know why niggas keep bringing up the ideal or the concept of polygamy, but niggas keep doing this shit. There's nothing wrong with monogamy. I don't know where niggas get this from. Like, it's supposed to be cool to have all these girls. Most niggas are too broke to have all these girls anyway. And a nigga like Drake, you just make yourself look hurt like you can't keep a woman. And if you can't keep a woman, it got to be you, bro. Mm-hmm. Like we've never seen you in a serious relationship, mm-hmm. and I know you 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 try to hide the world from your personal life, but it's like, bro, we would have seen if you was in a serious relationship, bro. Mm-hmm. So it's like it gotta be you, bro. Like at first, I think the closest one it seemed like it was going that direction was Rihanna. Yeah, and even then, Rihanna like, and Serena Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, them was the only two. And those weren't that long. Nah, to be honest. And like then you have a baby with a soft porn star. But I feel like a lot of people be having like personal trauma. Yeah, you know. I think that's what's going on. But he on speaks with him. about that a lot, though. He does speak about that, especially the dynamic between him and his mom and his dad. Mm-hmm. How y'all feel about the fake Drake? Fake mean? Drake? What you mean? Like, oh, the nigga getting get money off the team, shows, man. Yeah, fake Drake. Nigga yeah. always doing OVO team. Yeah, I fuck with him. <laughs> he getting his I bread. do not fuck with that. Absolutely he getting his not. bread, man. Absolutely not. You said you don't fuck with no. him, Stan? No. Nah, I fuck with Perkyo too. I can't listen to that shit. Nah, man. not Perkyo. I fuck with Perkyo too. Perkyo look like he kind of sick and shit. Yeah, he just skinny and goddamn. I'm, I'm not a Drake hater. I have a lot of songs that I like from Drake, but it's a lot of fucking corny shit he does too, though. And that's why I can't really, I could never really put him like a top, like one of my top people. Like my top two is uh, Kendrick and, and uh, Jay-Z. I'll, I'll ask this though. Do black people have a uh um an issue accepting people who are mixed race as top top tier rappers? No, because I mm. fucked with J. Cole. J. Cole's probably in my top five and he that, but that's that. what I'm saying. It's like I feel like but I feel like J. Cole doesn't look like a a mixed race person. I don't even view Drake as like mixed race until you say it. Yeah. No, he's definitely mixed race, but yeah, he, just he is. But like, I don't, honest. I don't, I don't think about it until somebody points but it do out. You, do you think us as a community? You don't think we have a problem with like accepting like, oh, this person's mixed race and they got damn. I don't think so. So I'm a. When you say community, are you just talking about overall black community? I probably would say yeah. But growing I'll, up, I'll in the, in the, growing up in the military, I don't think that's our experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I'll say this because around so many Honestly, cultures. let's be real. I don't think most people think we count. I'm gonna be honest. Let's just listen to the streets. Sure. Do you think the streets have an issue with mixed race rappers being the top tier rappers? Like, do you think they have a problem? Man, with I'm gonna be honest I can with see you. That. These niggas love Drake. You think so? I, that yeah, is a good bro. point yeah. too, though. These that's niggas love Drake, bro. Yeah. Like these street niggas be bumping that shit. That's true. Like it be the most streetest nigga you ever met in your life, and that nigga will be bumping Drake and talking about it word for word and telling you how it relates to his life. And you be mm-hmm. like, bro, I didn't even know right. you go through that. 
I didn't know you and your baby mama argue every day. Yeah. This is crazy to me. Yeah. That's a good point. Slim they right. love that nigga, yeah. bro. Slim is right. What about Cole? Um, I, I heard a lot of people that say that Cole, Cole is boring, personally. Yeah, I think Cole fa- falls under the same line as like Kendrick. Like, So music changes over time, right? Mm. So like Kendrick can come out with the best rap album of all times right now. Mm. And it's not going to translate well because the phase we're in right now is like either dance music or like super drill music. Like that's what people want to hear. That mm-hmm. rapidly rap shit, it's a certain crowd and a certain area for that shit. Mm-hmm. But like the masses ain't really like gravitating towards that. People is really into like uh Bruno Mars, mm-hmm. like Anderson Pack. Like yeah. folks want to hear that type of shit. Folks ain't trying to hear no rapidly rap shit. But that's why if you talk to the the common person, they put Good Kid Mad City as their, their number one album of Kendrick's album. And and for that reason, I don't it was a lot of hip hop heads then. Yeah. So, and, but it was a it was a lot more. I ain't gonna say poppy because none of his albums are poppy. But if you had to put one of a more commercialized kind of album, that would probably be it because you got like swimming pools and uh-huh. don't kill my vibe and all that. Mm-hmm. Where the other albums, they're kind of more deeper level kind of rap yeah. music. It's not really the shit that you're gonna play in the club. Bro, the hip hop trend the party or goes something. the same direction as the sneaker trend. They both move in the same directions, bro. Like, when one start getting popular is when goddamn pop music starts getting popular. Uh Like, before that, niggas, we was in the phase of, and it's crazy because I used to diss these type of people, but I miss that shit now. I miss the niggas that would go buy the new Jordans and wear them bitches to the club the same day and everybody had the same shoes on in the club. I miss that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. I was clowning them niggas when they was doing it, but I miss that shit now. Because now everybody in the club got the same four, five shoes on. It's either the fucking McDonald's ones or the fucking uh, chrome and black uh, ones or the fucking black toe ones. Or, nigga, it's the same fucking shoes. And it's like, bro, what the fuck, bro? And that's how music goes. Music goes like we be in this hip hop, hippity hop era, and then we just be in this trash ass era. Like, one thing I want to tell you, Stan, this thing of Big King randomly uh, asked me a couple weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago, he was like, you still be listening to that battle rap shit? <laughs> and I was like, I ain't like no big fan, but like, I fought with it, you know what I'm saying? I still listen to, uh, you know, Stan, you know I fought with Hitman Holler, that's my nigga, bro. <laughs> I fought with Hitman Holler, I love me a cocky, arrogant ass nigga. Uh-huh. Conor McGregor. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie. When Steph was goddamn doing the sleep shit and he was hitting all the threes and shimmying, I love that shit. That's just my type I, I, shit. I, I agree. I, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, Floyd. Yeah, I just love me a cocky, I, I, arrogant ass nigga, bro. I'm the same way. So yeah, man, the battle rap shit. I was just like, I had to, I had to think about it. I was like, damn, this nigga Big King, right? Like, why the fuck do I like battle rap? And I, like, I think I just love hip hop. Then I started thinking about you and Maine. Like, now nah, them niggas is super fans. Uh-huh. Like, what got you in the battle rap stand? That's a good question. Um, so to be honest, me and my older brother actually used to battle rap. For real? Yeah. Oh shit. I used to rap, I used to rap back in the day. You had gun bars and shit? Mm, nah, not really. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> my nah. name carry that bitch all the way one hundred. <laughs> hey, you wouldn't battle rap with if you ain't had a gun bars. You ain't had that one? Mm. You ain't had a nine like Rondo? So that nigga used to watch you every battle. 
Stop lying. <laughs> oh no, I ain't rap battle rap on camera. Like we used to like literally. Wait, so you saying he watched you every battle? He ain't, you ain't never got them get one on. Oh no, I used to kill niggas. I'm okay. just saying I ain't. I didn't have literally bars. kill niggas in the raps though. No, I didn't. I ain't really do the gun bars. Damn, man. Like I, I don't know the guns. Like, I don't know the guns. <laughs> but you know, like I, I, I was, I'm because, but, but listen to the type of music I listen to. Like I, like Kendrick and them. Like I'm more going t- kind of that lane. So maybe like a more, like an old school, like Loaded Lux. Like you didn't really hear Loaded Lux doing like gun bars when he was battle rapping, even in his earlier days. Mm-hmm. It kind of probably was more along the lines of that. You know yeah. What I'm okay. So, um, give us a sample. What kind of shit you was writing about? <laughs> I wish I could. Shit, I don't. I don't know. Man. Saying some bullshit. Probably. I'll kill you, nigga. <laughs> but not with the steel. Honestly, probably more. Probably more this. of talking about like how oh, fucking nigga bitch or something like that. Like <laughs> shit like that. Like yeah. head, head ass shit. But the, the type of life I was living in. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so everything but the gun bars. Yeah, I ain't really do the gun bars like that. To be honest, um, Slim be doing. The I don't know if my brother did. Now, if I try to think about listening to my brother, because we we was like watching like Eight Mile and shit. They ain't really have a lot of gun bars on that either. Nah. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So we kind of adapted our styles. So this is before URL. Right, oh was, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had no idea what URL was back before then. Before Enes and all. Yeah, no, no. This is middle school. Like I, used, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So like. This is like eight mile, like listening to Eminem and them and how they did it. So it was kind of more along the lines of that, you know what I'm saying? So, so what that nigga fucked my girl. <laughs> Y'all niggas gotta admit now that shit was lame as hell, nigga. Nah. I would have booed that nigga. I'd have been like, bro, that nigga fucked your bitch. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. <laughs> your lame white ass. Get out of here, nigga. Nah. <laughs> I'm trying to. Th- I'm sitting here trying to think. Did I ever do gun bars like that? I don't think I did, man. You know, Slim do the gun bars. I do like hearing it though. Like I, I fuck I you up. Can't, I can't necessarily relate, but I, I definitely like hearing it though. Like, <laughs> I bring the heat in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nasty. Bar. <laughs> I bring the heat to Miami. I bring the heat to Miami. That is a nasty bar, boy. <laughs> I got six pistols on me like LeBron. You get it? Niggas be nah, saying, yo, niggas be saying whatever, boy. <laughs> I got six pistols like LeBron. Remember LeBron? He used to be I don't get that shit. No, I don't six. get none of that shit. Oh, okay. But to answer your question, how did I get into this? You talking about this? Uh, I'm assuming this era of battle rap. Uh, it was when I moved to Augusta. My homeboy uh, was at his crib, and they from New York. And they actually had a smack DVD at the crib. And uh, the one that they had threw on was the one with Mav Battle, uh, Iron Solomon. It was in some like little shop or whatever. And I was just like, what the fuck? Because at the time, all I knew of battle rap was freestyling. Yeah. I didn't know that niggas was like writing down and re- like remembering their bars and stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I watched Mavs versus Iron Solomon, I was like, how the fuck are these niggas coming up with this shit off the top of their head? Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, I don't understand. Like these intricate ass schemes and shit yeah. that they're doing. How are you thinking of this in real time? And then, as I was watching more and more, I kind of learned that that's not how battle rap is now. Mm-hmm. But like I've all you know, one on six and parking all this stuff. It was like exactly. the freestyle shit. Like mm-hmm. it's all, that's all I knew of battle rap. But mm-hmm. so after I seen that, I kind of went on YouTube and then I started researching like Enes. Matter of fact, he brought up Enes or Enes. What that nigga on goddamn? 
The uh, band, band. band. Yeah. yeah, but see, I was, overseas, I was overseas, so at the time. He's he been rapping? he been battle rapping. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah he's he, been battle rapping. Yeah. He's a battle rapper. Yeah. You you would know. I fuck with battle rap, bro. Battle rap ain't like it was though. You like, and man, like when we like when I was living in Augusta and we used to watch it and shit. I feel like it was better than. It's kind of y'all niggas had like a close knit community too. Like all y'all niggas that fuck with battle rap. Because I used to be laughing at Maine. Like me and Maine would be in the studio. We just crunk out like three podcasts, and it would be like twelve. We both trying to edit, and that nigga Maine would be like, "Man, damn, such and such just dropped." Fucking summer madness. <laughs> what true. the fuck? It's true. It's true. That's what it's called, I, summer madness. Yeah, I'm that's the same like way. that's like the WrestleMania battle rap. Honestly, it's yeah. Battle rap is like almost damn near identical to wrestling. Yeah, it's the same shit. And that nigga click on that shit, he'll start playing that shit. And his favorite nigga is uh, I was just watching this nigga in my room when you got them called me out the room, Big King. What's the nigga name? That black Sue Surf. Main would be like that nigga spin. Like, that's main nigga, bro. Main fuck with Sue Surf, nigga. That's his favorite rapper. Like, he listens to that nigga's music, uh, bro. I ain't gonna go that far, but yeah. Nah, he, he, got, he, got, he got dope music, though. I, I ain't saying that. I ain't gonna go that far. Music. I ain't gonna like, like, Hey, main the head-ass nigga, though. Like, main like, he like nothing but street shit. I'd just be like, bro, how you consume, like, how you a manager at your job making six figures, taking care of your little girls, and every day you just consume yourself with street shit in your headphones. Like, y'all don't ever see, like, bro, let's be honest. Like, okay, my nigga Gunny, right? The nigga that taught me everything I know to this day. His wife thought I was slow. Cause I always wore my headphones and I never said nothing. She was on point. Shut up, nigga. <laughs> Cause I wore my headphones and I never said nothing, right? So she thought I was slow. Like when you see a nigga working, he got headphones in, he not saying nothing. He in his own world, he do look slow. Mm-hmm. And it's like I always wonder what's this nigga listening to. Like what if you got them snatch the nigga headphones and put it in, and this nigga listen to. I'm a Barbie girl <laughs> in a Barbie world. That nigga is serial killer. Yeah. Like, who is this nigga? And it's like, man, you snatched this nigga headphones and he listening to, I came in with the AR. <laughs> Free my nigga AR rap. <laughs> Spray the whole block, nigga. Street sweeper. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the, what the fuck is this, nigga? Like, nigga, you're a manager. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you a manager, like... Come on, bro. Chill, bro. That's Chill. I ain't gonna lie. Nah, but that's why I see what Big King be talking about. Like, why wow, is niggas talking about this? All right. Niggas been drinking and shit. I got uh go I got a topic. I was supposed to talk about this earlier, and I'm making a clip out of this. So y'all right. niggas, y'all niggas be on y'all best behavior. I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give you the real. You know how I go. I've been arguing with a lot of females. Okay. And I'm in my I hate niggas bag today. I'm not in my I hate females bag. Mm-hmm. This nigga DJ Academics, right? This nigga said uh, they were trying to cancel this nigga because this nigga said that ain't nothing different between a 17-year-old and a 21-year-old. And they were trying to cancel him. He went on his stream and he said, bro, at the time I said that shit, it was because this nigga Tiger, I think he said 24-year-old. At the time, Tiger was 24 and, you know, he red-shirted, goddamn shawty. She was mm-hmm. 17, whoop-whoop-whoop. And I'm going to keep the boat with y'all niggas. I was arguing with females, like, this is a topic that's only for men. Because for some reason, excuse me, some reason women don't understand this. And y'all can mm-hmm. give me this sh- y'all can give me that shit and call me a pedophile like they do. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. 
Men are fucking animals. All men see is ass and titties. So if you see a fucking 17-year-old and you see ass and titties, you like, damn, that bitch mounted. Nah, and then nah. she's like, she's like, oh, I'm 17. You like, damn. Because society tells you that's wrong. So you like, damn. So it's like you have to figure out. Prior, prior to the knowledge of the age, yeah, you do look at women as women. Yeah. If you look at a woman and she's 17 and she looks like she's 24, you just look at her. Because I, I told ain't gonna you, lie. Bro, in middle school, when we was in middle school, when I first yeah. moved here, it was a girl in my grade. I don't want to mm-hmm. say her, I don't want to say her name, but you're gonna know who I'm talking about. When I was in eighth grade, she was she had a big ass head and she was mounted up, nigga. Mm-hmm. And only me and her had the shoes in the school. So I know you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Bruh, this bitch looked like a grown ass woman. That stand. that definitely is a real thing. If a yeah. if a nigga fucked her and didn't know she was in eighth grade, I would mm-hmm. completely understand. Mm-hmm. She looked grown as a motherfucker. That bitch had the red bottom jeans on with a ass of ass to fill it mm-hmm. with the G units. That bitch was mounted up. Yeah. I will say, though, you can usually tell. Um, just it, even if you just have a conversation, like you can usually tell somebody real young. And I think as an adult, it is your responsibility to kind of, when you're having that conversation, you kind of sense that you you probably do need to ask. I would even go as far as asking, hey, man, show me Artie, bro. Like, this is yeah. crazy. But Just, see, because you got to protect yourself at the end of the day. Ain't a nigga, a nigga be wrong a lot though. Like, yeah. bro, I was, I told you, I was at Damo's job the other day. Damo called over a little, a little young scallywag, and um, she was mounted up. I'm gonna be honest with you, niggas. And but the only thing that threw me off was she had this big baggy ass tie dye t shirt, and she had these leggings, and she had these chucks, the snow boot chucks that Webb be wearing. Mm. And you know it was hot as fuck. It was 102 degrees that day. <laughs> she had these chucks strapped up tight as hell. This is cherry on top. She had a Mario go kart backpack on, and I said, "Oh, this bitch gotta be the most I would give her is nineteen. She gotta be seventeen. I asked this young lady how old she was. She said twenty four yeah, I mean, wow, I mean, shit, did she cap me now? Nah, that's why I got. That's why I got a fucking bitch right now. I think I, I personally <laughs> this think shit head ass. Yeah, I feel you. Bro, I mean, it's rough. It's, 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 yeah, it's definitely tough. Like it's definitely tough, man. But you know, um, I mean, I had a I had an experience like that, kind of similar. I was uh, just like a couple of years ago. I went to this bar with some friends, and there was this girl. And I mean, she was fine. She was definitely fine. And I think she said she was about to be turning 20. And I was just like, ain't no way in hell. I'm in my 30s and I'm about to talk to somebody 19. I just can't do it, bro. And she grown. She ain't even, like, underage. But I was just like, 19. So what's the lowest you'll go? Let's talk about this. Where you at right now in your life? We're not talking about societal standpoints. We're not talking about none of that shit. Where you at in your life right now, both of y'all? 24, probably the lowest, bro. 24. Why, why'd you pick 24 like Kobe? So, <laughs> 24. I'm in, my, I'm in my battle rap mode. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, 24. You pick 24 like the Mamba hit <laughs> Because you want a Mamba. <laughs> you want a mom hurt. Get it? Mom hurt Mamba? <laughs> mom hurt Mamba? You get it, McKean? That's what's going on. I fucking hate battle rap. You want to give her eight kids? <laughs> I fucking hate battle rap. 
Mama nah. bum her. That yes, is fucking bro. insane, bro. Yes, bro. Um, bars, nigga. <laughs> bars, nigga. Bars. I be like, nigga, can we have a conversation, bro? My God damn. Nigga, what's my slogan? I don't even know. Ball game. Bomber, bomb hurt. That's it, man. Holla, my favorite battle rapper. <laughs> Ball game. Nigga, I get to shoot, nigga. And I let my brother come in. Man, y'all nigga, bro. Y'all gotta stop watching that shit. <laughs> that shit like wrestling. No, bro. <laughs> bro, I, I love watching wrestling. that shit. That shit is fine. I'm watching bro. that shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Why? Next time Man get on the pod, I'm a, I'm a grill him about that shit. Nah, let me get. Bro, myself, he gonna give you that shit. No, he not. I hate when he. I hate when he like get in his serious mode and just. Uh, you know, you you, you just wouldn't understand. I hate when he do that shit. That shit's annoying as hell. <laughs> but that's what he's gonna do. No, okay. he's not. Twenty four. <laughs> I don't yeah. care about none I, of that shit. I say twenty four, but I probably wouldn't even go that low. Personally, for real. And that's only because of a mindset. Uh, a mind state thing. Um, to feel good about making a decision to date somebody younger, probably twenty four would be the youngest. And I'll say that is because if you want to go traditional college student, that's normally eighteen to twenty two, right? Uh, mm-hmm. If you if you just saying they went straight out of high school, graduated in four years. That's a great way to explain it too. Um, and then they kind of live life a little bit from 22 to 24. So by 24 or 25, they kind of starting getting into being a little bit more mature about life and understanding life in a different different aspect of just having fun. And just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, the reason I said that even then that might change now is because that's not necessarily the reality now. A lot of, I mean, just call it spade to spade. A lot, Honestly, a lot of people in general... They don't really take life serious at all in their entire twenties. Not even just mid twenties or early twenties. They ain't taking life serious at all. And that kind of goes into that whole thing where they were complaining about the whole Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan thing. Cause he's in his thirties and she's in her twenties. And they're like, Oh, well, she's not at that point where she's taking life as serious as he is. So that's why she made the decision to walk away. And a lot of people were supporting that because, like, she in her 20s, she should be having fun right now. She ain't really a better nigga than that, though. Better sit her ass down. But they, but they don't understand that part of it, though. Yeah. They, they, they don't understand that part of it. And I've had this. had future. Seeing how he did though. But to be honest, uh, they was talking about it when they were talking to Leah on the other pod. Can you really blame her or blame any girl at that age? When you have so many dudes in the DMs and throwing themselves at her and giving her all this, I attention. mean, I ain't gonna lie, bro. And it's I... fake attention because I mean, let's be honest, ninety percent of it is just niggas wanting to hit, but I they don't lie. necessarily see it that way. They literally see it as options, so they could have one nigga who's trying to take life serious and wanting to be serious with them, and then they have all these other options that's trying to holler at them, so they think. They almost kind of put themselves above the guy that they with. They're like, oh, I can probably find better. But you really can't because a lot of these guys ain't taking you as serious as the guy that you currently with is taking you. I'll be I'll be 100% honest. Michael B. jumping my DMs right now. Family and kids. I'm leaving them. I'm being with Michael B. Where is this going? This going somewhere else. <laughs> I'm with that nigga though. <laughs> Michael B. Hey, as long as I'm the goal. Let me be a top. Just let me be top. I got you, Michael B. I'm with you. I'm, I, I'm faithful. That's, what's that's a, wild. What's the, low, what's the lowest lie. age you can go? Uh, Probably like 32. 32? Um, mm-hmm. Nigga, you're not even 32 yet. Yeah. 
<laughs> Why? I don't like nobody my age. <laughs> I'm not attracted. I'm not. I'm not attracted to young bitches. I'm attracted to old bitches who got some shit going on. I ain't attracted to none of that young shit. So that's what it is. For I, y'all, fuck right? a bitch though. I, fuck I ain't gonna lie. This is a very mature conversation. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. It's 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 the fact of somebody that cannot relate to what you got mm-hmm. going on and that's not on the same status mm-hmm. as you. Yeah, it'd be, not yeah. even social Sta- status. Yeah, just, I was gonna uh, say status probably not so much more. Not than, not yeah. even status. Just just where where they're at in life. Like yeah. you couldn't be with a, uh, somebody fresh out of college because you're not fresh out of college mm-hmm. no more. So you can like it'd be morally all support young her bitch. looking for a job. Yeah, it'd be all kind of young. Well, have you ever had a conversation with that somebody that's significantly younger than you, mind state wise and everything? All the time. It's annoying. It's like you not this fucking stupid. Like, are you really this stupid? And Do you feel you, like you was that dumb though? Uh, probably. Probably, yeah. Probably. And I could understand if somebody said they didn't want to date somebody that young. Like, yeah, probably. All right, so how y'all feel about seniors in high school having sex with freshmen in high school and seniors in college having sex with freshmen in college? College is It's different. probably more acceptable with freshmen college in college is versus seniors So that's what people been arguing. They was like, I don't even give a fuck if it's that scenario. Nah, I don't know. Senior in high school and freshman in high school is kind of wild. Yeah, that's a, that's a big jump. That's a that's a pretty big jump. Because mm-hmm. senior in high school, they they broken. I mean, you got a lot of people who already either transitioning into adulthood age wise, or they getting damn near close to that. And you got these other people that's in ninth grade that literally just came out of middle school. That's those are two totally different demographics. Even though they go to the same school. They yeah. totally different demographics of of thought, everything, experiences, yeah. the the way they look at life. It, everything is going to be completely different. So, um, and I say that as being somebody who was in ninth grade and was pulling girls that was eleventh and twelfth grade. So I get it, but it's, it is kind of weird though. Like looking back at it now, I don't, I don't know, bro. I think um, the age thing is just something that we do socially. It is. America is not really, they're not really that big on age gap like other countries are. Yeah. Like age gap dating and stuff. Like if, they normalize that in other countries, whereas like a young girl will get with somebody that's 30, 40, 50 years old and and live like fulfilling lives. They don't really do that here. Yeah. I was asked where would I put the age at? And I was like, um, I really don't know. Like maybe. Honestly, me personally, I would just put it at 18 and leave it at 18. And by 18, I mean, if you're in high school having sex with a high schooler, it's whatever. I don't give a fuck. If you're out of high school having sex with high schoolers, no, that's illegal. That's where I would put it Me, at. Me growing up in a household with a freaky-ass sister is no stopping what they going to do. So it's like at the end of the day, she was, you know, 17, 18, 16, fucking 40-year-old niggas. So and that's where the loopholes is at. The, the loopholes is at. Does he know this, and yeah. how does he feel about this? Yeah. Like so, honestly, I think I think the age is where it's at, simply for the fact of us trying to pander to women, mm-hmm. and we putting this manipulation into the game. Mm-hmm. So we're thinking that, like, hey, uh, if this woman is this age, it's easier for her to be uh, manipulated, and. Let's be honest. If she's 21 and he's 21, that nigga's still going to try to manipulate her. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what's going on? Why are we putting this into that? Because if, if you ask somebody that studies law, that's what they're going to tell you. 
It, they're going to tell you because we feel like if someone is 17 and this person is 21, they're manipulating this person. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, why was there so many pimps in the fucking 60s? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, they're still, they're still going to manipulate you. Like, where do we draw the line at? Ain't no line to be drawn. I mean, uh, when it comes to stuff like that, unfortunately, the only place to draw the line is where the law is. So if you're in your respective state and the law is, the age, of, legal age of consent is his age, that's where you have to kind of draw the line at. So it really just depends. Academics are scumbag anyways. <laughs> yeah. I'll... Hold up, though. Fuck act. Nah, fuck Do it. y'all. No, really fuck act. Do y'all judge niggas that red shirt, bitches? Yes. <laughs> what is red shirting again? Red shirting is like when a girl like seventeen, like in Tiger's situation, he met her when she was like seventeen, and was like, "Whoa, she gonna be, she gonna be hot." Nah, that's, he nah, just he just hung around till she was eighteen, nah, and when she turned nah, I, eighteen, I can't, I can't, I can't rock. He went bro. ahead for the kill. Yeah. Nah, I can't do it, bro. I can't rock. Oh, it, so y'all judge niggas that that red shirt? That that's I'm not it's saying weird. that. I ain't gonna lie. It's I'm weird. just saying act is weird and creepy. Not even just act. I mean, you said Tiger too. That that shit is weird. That's just bro. Weird. I got a friend, bro. We went to a high school game one time to see one of our friends. We was in college to see one of our friends' brothers play, and he was in there scouting. And I was nah, like, I can't rock with. I that, was man. like, bro, that's disgusting. I was mad as hell. And he was like, he was like, hey, Slim, you know how I be like GS twelve, GS thirteen, GS fourteen. He was like. This is them. I'm just catching them early. Let me t- <laughs> let me tell you another reason why I asked it. I asked this, and I think that is weird. They probably even more now with sexual liberation being the way that it is. It's probably. I know they say that is guys are getting less sex now than they ever have, mm-hmm. but it almost seems like it should be easier to get sex now because there's way more women who are on board oh, with ca- they're on board with casual sex now. So why would you feel the need to do that if you could literally, I mean, you have so many other women to choose from where you could literally just get sex and just call it a day. You ain't got good enough relationship with them. I completely that's, agree. That's what I think. You know, that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. Stan, you ain't ever answered me at the beginning, too, about like how you feel about the whole sexual thing. Because last pod we did, you were saying, like, nah, I wasn't fucking, I'm not fucking with the sex thing until like I get my shit together. Yeah, same. Oh, you still feeling the same? Mm-hmm. You, you still been on the same thing? Mm-hmm. Bro, this nigga, Big King, you got to step right. it up, bro. My nigga don't even have sex, bro. Nope. I be jacking off, so. <laughs> well, I'm... so, do you jack off still? Uh, I, not nowhere near as much as I used to. Yeah, you got some work to do, Big King. I be turning up. <laughs> Turning up the jacket off is insane, bro. What the the fuck is that? that? What does that even mean? Hey, my nigga drunk too. He basically telling me like, bro, in this fucking pot, I'm drunk as hell. I'm drunk too, Big King. Nah, I be turning up. I'm just saying, I be jacking off. Like, what the fuck I'm supposed to say? (laughs) You want me to cap you down? (laughs) Like, I'm not blue, nigga. I I jack off. I be jacking my dick. It's just like you said turning up. You said I'm turning up. Huh? How often? (laughs) I ain't gonna. It's a lot less now. Now I had the baby and shit, but before the baby, nigga, at least like three, four times a week. That's not a lot, nigga. For me, yeah, nigga. Damo told me every and cook told me the same thing. Every morning they wake up, they jack that bitch. That's a lot, though, bro. That's like, a lot. I got shit to do. 
I agree. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a lot, bro. When you ain't got much going on, it's like, yeah, you can jack that motherfucker. But Jesus like, Jesus Christ. When you got, I, I be finding my little window, my 30 minute window, where like, I ain't doing nothing. I ain't got to help Carter with his homework. I got off work or something like that. I ain't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I find that little 30 minute window. I put on a little goddamn bitch popping that ass, and I got them, you know, get one off. And I go back to my normal life, and I try to pretend that I'm good. You know what I mean? <laughs> pretend life. like you good? Yeah. Do you do you still have um, a guilty conscience about jacking off? Nah, I do want to hit other bitches, though. I will say that. Oh, yeah? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. This nigga be volunteering the information. Pass me the bottle. <laughs> Please. I'll man. be honest, though, bro. I do. I do. And I, I feel what, like what I feel, feel like, like I'm that. the type nigga. I'm the type nigga that just needs a side bitch. You know what's funny? Stan, I'm not judging him. Yeah, oh, I'm I not judging either. I thought the same thing this morning. I'm just. Curious. I said, bro, I really need two girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Like my bitch, her family came in in town. They've been in town. Don't all tell week. too much information. Go ahead. I don't give a fuck. Go it's ahead, me, bro. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I don't give a fuck. But my my girl family came in town, right? Mm-hmm. We ain't talked the whole week. I ain't seen her. Girls love their family. Yeah. I ain't seen her. I just then got my ass up. I done went to work. I paid them bills and that was it. <laughs> yeah. This is the time where I need like, oh, I need to go hit my side bitch so I can goddamn get this shit off so I can be level for the rest of my 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 week. I agree. And I just been like weird. You know what I'm saying? They don't understand that. They like well, he's all right. I haven't seen him the whole week, and my family's here. They're buying me shit, and they're doing shit for me, and treat me like I'm a princess. And, like, meanwhile, I'm in the room, got them going crazy. Like, what the fuck? Like, I need some ass type Damn. shit. You know what I'm saying? Damn. And it's like, I, you know? You know what I'm saying, bro? You know what I'm saying. I know exactly what you're saying. I told yeah. you. I felt, I felt it this morning. I was like, bro, I definitely need another girlfriend. I told, I told her yesterday. I was like, man. I was like, bro. You just, you just like my son. It's like having two kids. It's like, you just like my son. Like, like you get around them. You love being spoiled. You love being pampered. You love when they always paying attention to you. <laughs> Goddamn dolling you up. Me, meanwhile. See, Big King, I'm like you, so. Yeah. <sighs> that's okay for people to be like that, bro. It's okay. I know to us, that's like, ill. you like attention. But nah, bro, it's okay for people to like attention. It's It's okay. But realize that you have some a significant other. Oh, they don't give a fuck about us. You know, that's what I'm saying. Nigga, Father's Day is Sunday. Yeah. My Bro, bitch, you ain't seen I shit about no Father's up, Day. I guarantee, I guarantee I wake up tomorrow. I don't have no presents. I don't have no Nigga, of course you're not about to. Yeah. It's been the past 10 Father's Days. Of course you're not. Like, the most yeah, I ever got thing. on the Father's Day was a shirt. Like, you know, type shit. You better appreciate that motherfucker. Yeah, I, and I loved it. That's, that's <laughs> the part that's funny about it. It's like, I'm going to get you this regular-ass gift, and you better be jumping over yeah. hills for this shit. Like, yeah. Hey, but y'all know, America did this to us. Yeah. They took our dads away in the 90s, and now Father's Day is just not a big deal because they didn't allow dads to be present. Oh, yeah. man. I ain't trying to get on my super woke shit, but I definitely, I mean, if... This gender war and all this other shit they ain't telling yeah. you something. They definitely devaluing the the essence of a man. The man, the family, all of it. The family unit. They taking, they taking, they stripping all that away. Like women can't be the the woman can't be the woman no more. They feel insecure if they take care of their kids. I I'm a 
A, a woman feels less of a woman if she's staying at the house taking care of her kids. I am going to take it a step further. Um, I have seen women who will... So, okay. But shit, fuck it. Let's go all the way there. Yeah. Feminists are about women having a choice, mm. right? Correct. I think there is a large contradiction in that and where you see a lot of the feminist ideologies where they're actually criticizing women for making the choice to be more uh, submissive yeah. or Just a house classic, moms classic or housewives yeah. or whatever. They're, they're quote, domesticated. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I'll, and I think this very interesting because it's like, well, if you guys are all about having a choice, then why aren't why doesn't their choice matter? But it doesn't go it doesn't align with the narrative that that is trying to be pushed. Where it's like, no, we don't want the narrative of I need to depend on a man or uh, to be regulated as just this mom and wife. That's my primary thing, and everything else that I do in life is after that. No. With my accomplishments, what I go to school for, what I work and do, what I, you know, saying all of that about myself, that's that should be on the forefront mm-hmm. and everything else should be behind that. So when women are put in being a mom and being a wife as their number one, they're getting criticized for it. Mm-hmm. And even if they're not like trying to push that onto other women, they still get criticized for it. They're like, oh my God, she probably still getting cheated on. Like, how many times have you seen that? Like, she probably still getting cheated on, so it don't matter. And it's just like, they must rather have these toxic-ass situations going on because it almost is like confirmation bias where it's like, well, I, I, I my narrative is men ain't shit, so anytime I see something where it aligns with that, then I can, I can keep fueling that narrative that men ain't yeah. shit. Makes sense. Yeah, but um, I think something interesting I was just thinking about earlier is like I remember when um I had a situation right, me and a young lady was supposed to uh, go on a trip somewhere, and she ended up not being able to go. There was no refund involved, mm-hmm. and I begged this nigga Big King to go, and he was like, "Hell no." Nah. And I went to I went to his crib anyway. He lived in Jacksonville. I went to his crib anyway. We went anyway. And everybody was like, why the hell you got there and went on a vacation with Big King? That's why niggas need to go on vacation. We mm-hmm. need to do that shit again, Big King. Like, men should be able to go on vacation with men. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, even if we're in a relationship, we should be able to hit some hoes. <laughs> I feel like the type of man, I feel like the type of man I am, I feel Stay like my, and try to get it right. I feel like my girl should let me hit other hoes, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, I'm sorry, dog. Yeah. How y'all feel about girls going groceries doing the same thing? Nigga, she better. She gotta earn that right. Yeah, like earn it. How? How? how pay it? some bills. Do pay some bills. You know what I'm saying? Not like, bro. Don't get me wrong. Taking care of the kids, taking care of the home, is a lot. I mm-hmm. get it. But no. <sighs> so, so let me ask you a question then. What you saying no. that do you want that a woman cap. that's on the same level as you as far as like how they provide and 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 uh like bring resources into the household? That's your question, BK. Yes. One hundred percent. One hundred million thousand percent, yes. So and, let me ask you another question yeah. then. If that's the case, do you want 
shared responsibility, shared um, decision making, and all that stuff. Of course, I would, bro. I would love if my bitch came up with a good idea. <laughs> I would love that. What you got a good idea? So, who idea was it to move to Jacksonville? Hers. But okay. here's the thing. I implemented it. She said, I want to be closer to my friends. We up here by all your friends. I don't ever get to see my friends. I said, okay, we'll uproot. I went out there. Oh, you was a young ass sugar daddy. So let's explore this a little bit more then. Ooh, what yeah. happens I mean, when y'all both <laughs> I, have y'all yeah. own um, ideas of how y'all want something done, but they don't align with each other? Then Hopefully, who, I will look. I, I want to see her Super Saiyan 5. I want to see her like that. But because if she I, if she has a decision that she wants to make and your mm-hmm. decision doesn't align with that, then how would you handle that? It depends on if that's interesting. It depends on if the decision is what's best for the family. Because I ain't never made a decision in my who, life. Who makes that determination? Because huh? she might feel like whatever she's deciding is best for the family. And you, you might like have a different, uh, different. Now, if it's fit more fiscally better for her, it, it depends on what it is. If it's more, it's, if it's fiscally responsible for us. It's money involved, it's this involved and that involved, and it's not just career aspirations on I'm going to uproot my family just so I can go out here and test the waters. No, I got to know I got to know the bread is there. I got to know everything's lined up because we have a family. So at the end of the day, I don't ever feel like she would even get to that point because Katie's just a weirdo. But um, I feel like is I've always said this, bro. I want somebody who can help me make decisions. I want somebody who can we can be on an equal playing field and we laying out the battle map and figuring out what we gonna do. But you, know you do saying? understand that that's a double edged sword. It is. It is because okay. I don't care. But the thing is, I don't care about having a strong woman. I don't give a shit about that. I don't care about a woman with equal say. I don't care about a woman with the uh, the the you know more pay than I get or whatever. I don't care about that shit. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, nigga, what, what, like, let's just say we get to the point I'm making $250,000 a year and she's making $500,000 a year. She can leave me. I don't give a fuck. Go ahead. Take your $500,000. I got my $250,000. i am straight. I really don't give a fuck. At that point, it's about building a legacy and a family together. It's not about, like, who's winning and who's, and I feel like we're getting too much of a tug of war now. I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, 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 we get in too much of a tug of war of like who's making more, who's the more dominant person, who wears the pants. Nigga, the I family is the pants. We all in the pants. Like, ain't no pants, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like. That nigga said the pants. Yeah, like who wears the pants in a relationship, like type shit. Like, I do think. Okay. I, I, I what'd you, what'd kind you, of disagree with that think? a little bit, but I, because, it, and it really depends on the partner that you have, but I do think that there should be. Somebody who probably is like the, I, I think that, and I, I mean that might come from me being in management for so long, mm-hmm. understanding that hierarchy works, mm-hmm. and having a certain level. If everybody has the same level of input and responsibility, then it can kind of create art, uh, anarchy. Because if you're gonna have a different a difference of opinions, then whose opinion weighs more? You know what I'm saying? So oh, that's interesting because everybody at Domo Jobs is managers. Every like, how does that work? Like, how do they? It, it doesn't work like that. It don't you know work. <laughs> and that's why. That's why I, I I actually agree with the hierarchy system. And if I don't know, like I I've seen situations where 
it's not to say that guys know better, but I do think oftentimes we think more logically. And so when we make a decision or something, it's more of a calculated decision mm -hmm. where sometimes you'll see with women, they'll make a decision based on how they feel in that moment that this is something, oh yeah, I feel feel like I want to do this, but then they might do it and then they like regret doing it or don't even want that anymore. And now y'all here already, y'all made the decision to do this, Mm -hmm. where if you had a more calculated decision, you would have weighed all the options and like... I I I also feel like men are more... We, the thing is, is we're, we are raised to be decision makers. We're raised to be leaders a lot. If you had a good father, he raised you to know how to make sound decisions, logical decisions, control your emotions. Stop acting, you know, yeah, we all, why are you acting like a little girl? Stop acting like a bitch. Stop shit like that. It's like, all right. It wasn't like, oh, you're acting like a girl. It's like, you're not controlling your emotions. Mm-hmm. Learn how to control your emotions. Why are you crying right now? Because you lost a game. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And it was like, those things are bred into men from even all across all cultures to be, you know, sound of mind, sound of emotion and and make logical decisions. And I don't necessarily, I think men, I think I know more bitch ass niggas than I know, you know, weaker women. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I can agree with that. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, it depends on how you raise. Who are we to determine who's a bitch ass nigga though? It, you could tell, bro. You I feel just, like if you I don't ask have, myself that I, I feel like if you don't have a moral compass or or yeah. a ground of standards that you stand on, yeah. like that you just kind of move with. I mean, to be honest with you, you kind of move on how you feel in that moment. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, you probably that's gonna put a lot of niggas in that category. Yeah, yeah, it's it a does. Lot of them. There's not a lot of but there's you, not. But me you and you also, had this conversation though about the whole alpha thing because yeah. I was like, I have a different perspective of what a lot of the manosphere guys say, and I feel like alphas are true leaders. Of, of of packs like if you look at the true term of alpha like the alpha of a wolf pack they're the true leader of that pack mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of natural born leaders that's in this world and that's not necessarily a bad thing everybody shouldn't be a leader because mm-hmm. then who's going to be the ones that's being led mm-hmm. so uh, you know it, it's not necessarily a bad thing but I do think that is a very very much of a shortage of those kind of guys that's out there mm-hmm that shit kind of scary too. Um, the whole leader thing, we're gonna touch on that before we get out of here. The whole leader thing too. It's it's something interesting, right? So it's like I always thought it was just leaders and followers are not leaders, right? And it's crazy, like they can't believe it or not, you was one of the people that I met where I was like, Oh, it is different kind of leaders. Cause like Big King growing up was always like this goofy ass nigga. Then he got older and like people gravitated towards him. Like, I remember people thinking, like, oh, this is just a goofy-ass nigga. He dumb as fuck. But as he got older, like, you know, he got out that goofy face, which I never understood how y'all niggas get out that goofy face. I never understood that shit. I still don't. I was never in the goofy face. I was just trying to make friends. <laughs> Honestly. That shit is weird to me. Yeah. Like, I, I, I did think you was a goofball. You reminded mm-hmm. me of uh, Joey, Joey Mazer, the white boy who yeah. I used to hang out with. You reminded me of him. But, uh... Yeah, he just, you know, people start gravitating towards him, but he approached it differently than I would. And I figured it out. This is what I call it. I call it the daddy versus the mommy, right? So um, I just told Blue this this morning, literally. So Blue was like, Slim, sometimes you can be more positive when you talk to me. And I was like, I'm not your fucking mama. Like, when you come to me, this is what's going to go. This is what's going to go down. 
if you miss the game winning three, and this literally happened to me. This happened to me when I was in sixth grade. You miss the game winning three to win the championship, right? You're crying like a little girl. My mom came up to me and she said, boy, this a fucking game. Boy, wipe them fucking tears. And that shit ain't that serious. I'll buy you the new Jordans. That yeah. shit ain't that serious. You're going to be good forever. The fuck you worry about that shit, folks. That's what your mom's supposed to do. And my mom's a little aggressive. You know what I'm saying? She's an alpha female. She's a little aggressive. So, mm-hmm. like, she, of course, she, she could have said it a little softer. Like, like you know, a typical mom would be like, it's okay, baby. I'll make you a cake. But my mom's a little more aggressive. But that's what I needed at the time, right? Mm-hmm. Her husband? No. A man. Boy, you missed that shit? <laughs> oh, no. I'll wake your ass up every day. Five in the morning. You shooting 103 pointers, goddamn, every day. That's the balance. That's what you need. You need somebody that's going to be like, bruh, goddamn, get your shit together. Then you need somebody who's going to be like, it's okay. Everything is fine. So if you call Slim thinking that I'm going to be the everything's fine, nigga, you got like fucked up. Now, granted, if you call Big King, he's going to tell you everything's fine. And nigga, that doesn't make him less of a man or less than a leader. Nigga, it's different ways to lead. I agree. And I had to learn that shit growing up. Because I, I always thought, like, nigga, to be a leader, you had to be, nigga, get that shit done. Yeah. But, that's more of a dictator. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what, so you, so what, to what you were saying, I do think that there's different type of leadership. And, yeah, what you're describing, that's more of a dictatorship. Where it's like, what I say goes, this is how you need to move, this is how you need to do things. I'm not personally that type of person, because I definitely, whoever I did decide to end up with or whatever, um, I'm definitely going to consult with them about decisions and stuff like that, but I'm not going to solely delegate that responsibility to them, if that makes sense. Yeah, I got you. But again, that might come from also me being in management for the last six years. That's kind of how I've moved in that. So I kind of maybe carried it over into relationships possibly. So, I don't know. so what do y'all call an alpha male? Um, you gonna go first? I'll, I'll say I don't know. I'll be I'll be honest. There's there's a lot of things that go into alpha males. A lot of um, and being an alpha male comes with inside of let's just say inside of the pack itself, right? There's a difference in how different alphas lead their different regimes. There's some that lead by fear. There's some that lead by love, and there's some that lead by logic. There's some that lead lead by leadership. Like I've always been a type of person that tried to lead by example. Never works. To be honest, <laughs> never fucking works. I'm glad to hear you say that. Yeah, it never works. But some people eventually will come back to you and be like, "I learned a lot from you." You know what I'm saying? Because honestly, you can't lead anybody. If you're being real, you can't lead anybody. Like you think you're leading. Them. Oh, I agree. You can't lead anybody. Everybody is their own thing. Big King, my favorite period in yeah. our lives was when all my head ass friends was in jail mm-hmm. and I had nobody left or niggas went to the military or niggas figured some shit out in life. Yeah. And I was hanging out with you and Webb and Face and mm-hmm. you were the leader and I got to just chill. Mm-hmm. And just laugh. Yeah. And just watch you fail. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite time Trying in to life. Teach niggas how to be human. Yeah. And that was my favorite like, time in life. I was like, damn, y'all niggas don't know the basics of life. Like, nigga, you got to wake <laughs> up and go to work. Like, 
you know, I was just trying to lead by example. It didn't work, but eventually Faye saw, like, you know, nigga, we call and text all the time still to this day. And he'd be like, damn, bro. Like, I ain't realized, like, how good of a person you were, like, how, how good of a friend you were and all the shit you was doing for us and all this other stuff. Webb don't give a fuck because he's a savage, but, like, <laughs> it's just... Eventually, people will come back to you and be like, damn, bro, like, you was a solid dude, bro. Like, you was a stand-up guy. And that's all I need because at the end of the day, I got my own family. I don't need to lead nobody. I don't want to lead nobody. I don't want nobody thinking, hey, let me be like Big King. No, do your shit. Be like somebody else. How y'all feel about niggas that uh, call themselves leaders and ain't never led shit in their life? I mean, it's a it's a pride thing, bro. Can you elaborate on that? It'll it'll be a nigga that call himself an alpha male, right? And and, and I'm trying not to uh, pinpoint this because I got somebody in mind, so I'm trying not to pinpoint this. But it'll be niggas that call themselves alpha males. And they just feel like they just these ultimate niggas. Mm-hmm. They ain't never led shit in their life. They don't have a leadership bone in their body. They um they they literally can't conduct shit. Like when we hear leader, mm-hmm. we thinking of like Napoleon, mm-hmm. right? We all on the same page. We think like Napoleon. Mm-hmm. We thinking of like you know the war gods. They don't have none of those traits. They never even been in those situations. These niggas don't even have kids. Mm-hmm. So like, how the fuck would you call yourself a leader or an alpha male? You don't, you ain't never even been in that shit. Are you talking about management? You ain't never been in management. Mm-hmm. Like you ain't never led nobody. <laughs> That's fair. That's a fair point. I, 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 so I, why would they call themselves alpha males? Because it sounds good. It's the it's the, the all the talking points of the. I ain't gonna lie. A lot of these people think alpha males is just you make a lot of money and you get a lot of choices. Mm-hmm. That's, That's it. it? That's what they. That's their interpretation of alpha male. Mm-hmm. That's all that's they because, think that shit is. That's because niggas like fresh and fit. Like that's the kind of shit that they preach. Them some like, bitch ass niggas. I agree. Thing, I don't fuck with is, them either. <laughs> but when I, hear, when I hear them talk about alpha males, I don't hear them talk about anything dealing with character. That, and yeah. that's what I hear. I hear that's them talking why I said about my interpretation money. of alpha is completely different. I hear them talking different. about how many bitches you got. I hear them talking about all that type of stuff. It, but it, I don't, money I don't and having them. options. That's I all they see I don't hear them talking about the character of the man. Who gives a fuck who got bitches? That's the thing. And the thing is, man, if you on your shit, man, that shit going to come with it. And, that's, and that's, why this, that's why this whole dating scene, and I feel bad from like my son's generation. That's why you said, would you rather my son, or would you rather him you know, run, have a lot of run-ins with a lot of females, or would you rather him find that one that he could build something with? I'd rather him find that one. Yeah, but I only ask you that because my nigga Carter, that nigga, he about to have some hoes. He going to get some ass. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. yeah, so like you need to get that out your head. Nah, but at the same time, I, I, there's some people out there, bro, that really like listening. Like they really will hone on, hone in on that shit. I, I say feel t- like the I older say t- Carter both gets, ways, though. The, the older Carter gets, I don't care if he go out there and hit up a thousand hoes, but... I want him to find his woman. I want him to find his queen. I don't want him out here lost. That's what I'm saying. I want him out here like Domo. I said teach him both ways. Teach you know what I'm saying? Both sides. It, it, it ain't gonna happen when he a kid though. No, I'm not. I'm not saying it is. He he, gonna, he's way damn, too so charismatic. Not in this yeah, yeah, he's way too charismatic to goddamn find his one and that be it, nigga. It's gonna be too many. Yeah, but eventually, hopefully, he figures out. I don't need all that. These hoes are scallywags, anyways. That's all you got to teach him both ways. I need me somebody who on the same journey I'm on. And How old y'all was when y'all start thinking like that? What Big King's talking about? 
I still don't think like that. <laughs> Not at all. Probably an early age for me, to be honest. Like how old? You've been in a relationship, God, though. Even that's all I'm about to say. It's probably been time. probably early, that's, early for me, to yeah, be honest. That's the weird thing about me is I'm not a relationship guy. I don't like relationships. I don't want to be attached to no woman. Yeah, you but I've the been. Same way. Yeah, but I've been. They just let you down, though. What you mean, girls? Women's. Yeah, yeah, just they just down, be on bro. some other shit. It's, it gotta, be the most. You gotta understand I, human nature, man. I've been a solid nigga for so long, bro, and like I be like. Niggas be like, why you ain't why you ain't married? And I'd be like, bro, it's a reason why I'm not fucking married, bro. It's a reason. That. I'm not no idiot. I'm not no like shiesty ass nigga out here goddamn fucking doing some dirty shit on my bitch every day. I have reasons. Like, I'm not out here trying to play the field. I'm not. I just want I want what I want. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And I want him, my son, to get that a little earlier than I got it. Stan, so uh are you optimistic about the future with dating? No, <laughs> not at all. Not at <laughs> all. Worse. Not at all. Why? <laughs> because, like I said, we in this society where everybody's so individualistic that mm-hmm. it is. It, it, there's no appeal to to marriage and even being in committed relationships. It's not, except for the the photo ops of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The trips, the you know the vacations and all that stuff. But outside mm-hmm. of that, don't nobody want to. Put no dedication towards then. You don't and, miss the vacations? Oh, I'd be personally, yeah. But I understand <laughs> reality. Like, so I find myself, there is a side of me that, yes, I would love to have that that relationship with me and that person and all this stuff. Also understand reality. That's not the reality that we're in. And we live in a very individualistic, so you got to kind of play the game as it is. And that's kind of where I'm at with it. So I'm play the game as it is. I, I could want things to be a certain way and then you can end up being in a situation where you feeling like that and then the rest of the world ain't they ain't what they own. Yeah. You got to catch up to what the world is moving as and you got to move accordingly. Mm. Yeah. That's crazy. Shit's changing a lot. I ain't gonna lie. It's gonna be a lot of single when we get old it's gonna be a lot of single motherfuckers dying by themselves in a, a retirement home and they just they just spending their own money just Stan, you just think you gonna leave. die single? Probably. Why do you think that? Why do I think that? Yeah. Because of this. Because I'm not. I'm Man, at, at a, a point, certain point. You wouldn't. You wouldn't settle. Uh, I'm not settling for shit. I'm not. I'm not about to just accept any anything. If it's if it's moving the way that I wanted to move, then that's what we gonna rock with. But I'm not about to just accept anything just for the sake of having somebody. I'd rather die by myself in that case. Oh, that nigga way better than me. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I settle. Yeah. I ain't. Settle I ain't settling for shit. So, Damn, you know, Stan. If I leave my bitch and find somebody worse, I'm going to just stick with that bitch. Stan, how the fuck did you get to this standpoint? I know I asked you this at the beginning of the pod, but <laughs> how did you, you get man. to this? Like, like, bro, Big King, I done literally mm-hmm. seen this nigga be the lover boy where Shawty was trying to kill us on the highway and tried to lift up the emergency brake. Mm-hmm. And my nigga was mad as hell, but he was just like, you know what? I'm going to work through this. No, <laughs> I, I, actually, they, my friend's talking me into that. I actually told her to move her shit out by the end of the, um, the, end of the lease. Yeah, I know. I try to make it sound good, though. Okay, well. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah. You save face. You good. You was trying to get the fuck on from that. But yeah, I was in the back seat. Mm. I was scared. I thought I was about to die. It was over with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But now, my nigga's like, oh, I'm not going for none of that shit. No. Well, I'll I'm, die I'm, alone. But, but you got to also understand, that was me at, what, 22, 23 years old mm. versus me at 33 now. 
it's a completely different person now. Yeah. So like I've seen so much in life just observing the stuff that I personally lived through and then the stuff that I've observed from friends and stuff that's been married or even relatives for that matter. And I'm just like, you know, I I don't know if you ever looked at a man who's in a long-term relationship or marriage and they're almost like a shell of a person that they used to be. Who? <laughs> I'm not related, but I'm just saying, have have you ever seen it though? Like this guy literally is just existing to provide for his family. And that's the only purpose that he feels like he has in life. And, and and I'm, I hope I'm not stepping on toes when I say this, this, but I never want to be that person. I never want to be that person, but unfortunately society, and if you listen to some of the stuff that people say, they're really trying to keep, keep pushing this. Yeah. As a man, you're supposed to just be a provider. I don't want to hear you have a voice, an opinion about nothing, no standards about nothing. You shouldn't have a choice on on what kind of woman that you want. You should accept whoever you get for what they are. Nah, like that's bullshit, bro. If um if I'm in a if I'm in a committed relationship, everything's going fine. Uh, you know, but I'm paying all the bills and Shawty doesn't really want much out of life. Do you think I should have side bitches? See, see, dude. I, I now that's one thing that I haven't changed on. I am yes. still big on the monogamous relationship. Yeah, so I, I'm still big on that. I just ain't about to just do that with just anybody. That's 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 where the difference is at. You should allow me to go out and get my rocks off at least every other week. You fucking with polygamy though. He said so. Mind. It depends. It depends. Yeah. I actually have. See, I have. He said he's not I giving have, that to anybody. I have a multi. I have a multitude of, of different ways. So if I wanted to go into a relationship with somebody, where if we were clear from Jump Street, and hey, we're not about to just do this whole let's get married and be with each other thing, we have our own shit going on. Or I, I'm cool with that too. I remember me, you, and uh, I can't remember uh, old buddy, uh, other buddy name that we was working Kill. with. Yeah, I was talking about it then. I'm cool with that too. So it's just really just a conversation that needs to be had. I don't want, I don't really like the deception and the lies. Like if we just be straight up, like, hey, you got some other niggas that you fuck with, and I got other chicks I fuck with, and that's just what we do. Then that's what we do. So I'm cool with that too. So it it really depends. It got to just be a conversation. How you feel about polygamy? Big King. I feel like I should be able to hit any bitch I want to hit. <laughs> That's what I feel like. Let's get some more context here. What you mean? So you feel like you should be able to hit any bitch you want to hit. Do you feel like the woman that you with should be able to have sex with who she wants to have sex with if she's bringing everything to the table? No. Oh, if she's bringing everything to the table? Mm-hmm. Nah, we just going to fuck each other. Oh, so yeah. if you if you're the provider, you feel like you should be able to get some ass. I should be able to go out and hit anything I want to hit. I, I can't say and disagree with you. That's what I'm saying. I deserve. Stay, you, I know you disagree, why, but that's why I asked earlier: Are you cool with having equal partnership and equal responsibility? Because then that that's why I said it's a double edged sword. Mm-hmm. If you feel that way, they're going to feel like, oh well, shit. If I'm on equal equal level as you, then I should be able to move. The so same here's way. my ultimate question. Why the fuck would somebody even need an outside partner if they have everything there already? Do well, women not understand that? Define everything by a partner because Well, you know, it depends on who you ask them. See that, but that's where the problem comes in with a lot of relationships because people feel like 
they're settling because their partner doesn't have everything. And you know, and the idea of having everything is a fucked up mentality because you're not going to have everything. And that's why a lot of relationships are fucked up because people are seeing stuff that's outside of their relationship that they don't have in their relationship. And they could have 80% of everything else, but they see that 20% outside and now they feel like they're lacking or they, they're owed something or they're, you know what I'm saying? And then it's like, well, I'm going to step out because I'm this inflated view of myself and you know I'm not funny? getting a hundred percent of what I feel like I deserve. You know what's funny today? I thought that I need another girlfriend because I literally had breakfast by myself and I jacked off and I said, I should be able to have a girlfriend since one doesn't want to be with me where I can have sex and have breakfast together. And you know, when I get done working tonight, I might want to go to the beach tomorrow. Can I have a bitch I can go to the beach with? I'm tired of going to the beach with scallywags. I've been doing that shit all my life. I want to have somebody I like so we can have raw sex and kiss in the mouth on the beach. Gay! (laughs) No, for real, nigga. Nah, but I ain't gonna lie. I need me a side piece, man. Y'all holler at a nigga, bro. For real, bro. I got good money. You know, I'll pay for your goddamn little phone bill. This your resume? Your phone bill? That's it? That's all you got? Yeah, I ain't paying none extra shit. Nah. Nigga, you can't pay a bitch rent? I buy groceries. That, that's not flying. I'm not society, I'm not paying bro. no rent. I, I got you. my own rent. So 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 just phone bill. That's it. Phone bill, groceries, that's it. That's Nigga. not about to fly in this society. I'll tell you that now. So if I bought if I pay for a bitch phone bill and her groceries, she ain't gonna fuck with a nigga? Nah. She, nah, she might low-key feel like you owe her that. Y'all, yeah. To be honest with you. She owe you that just on some like I come to hit every once in a while shit. Yeah, yeah, bro, you got that shit, bro. You got to pay the car note at least. You gonna pay the yeah, car note? That shit ain't three hundred dollars. Not in this society, bro. I wish I ain't get no groceries. <laughs> All right, <laughs> why you big on the groceries? Why you need groceries so much, man? Because people got to eat, man. They got to survive. I'm trying to make a bitch survive. <laughs> you need communication and you need food. Hey, big king, I'm gonna keep the boat with you. People don't eat how you eat. What you mean? You eat at home every day. Yeah, most Americans eat out every day. That's weird to me, though. Yeah, See what I'm saying? I, I, I you don't get you, it. Because I build prep and stuff, too. But I, I definitely... Yeah. But Slim is right, though. And so it, how you view groceries is not how people view groceries. No, not at all. And to take it a step further, especially depending That's on what crazy. city you in, bro. They, I mean, bro, they're, I feel they're like eating I, out every day is hundreds of dollars of eating. My, uh, yeah. my man going said to that restaurant, to the other day. She was bro. like, I be caught in between you at like a little kid and you also at like an old-ass man at the same time. I be like... That's a that's it. a that's a great understanding of you. Yeah. She, she she read you pretty well. Yeah, I was like, damn, I'm not that far off on that. To be honest, yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Nah, you're not that same way. You don't think so? You only that you only feel like you that way because you fuck with uh, the anime, which he does too. You fuck with the anime, you know anime? game gaming and stuff. Like yeah, that, gaming. You know? But you like a super gamer. This yeah. nigga, he not really a gamer. Like he fuck with the, fought the game and shit. Mm-hmm. What do you think uh, about the? Uh, before we get out of here, because I know you're going to try to rush us off now that we talking about this. <laughs> How you feel about the, uh, the Thor coming out? The uh, Thor Love and Thunder? Yeah, I'm ready for it. Um, yeah. I'm going to be honest. Marvel has been kind of... Might, they might have been oversaturating a little bit. And mm-hmm. it's kind of getting to a point where it's not as exciting to see new Marvel content. Exactly. So, um, I'm excited for Thor because I do like Thor. But I will say, yeah. uh, Doctor Strange, I fuck with Doctor Strange. But some of the shows... Did you, did been, you watch the, uh, the new Doctor Strange that came out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I fucked with that. Yeah, but like How I was it scale one to ten. 
Everybody said it was trash. No, nah, it's not trash. It's I ain't see trash. it. It was like it brought like a seven and a half, eight to me. That Spider Man was five when Katie was watching Sp- that Spider Man. Listen, Spider-Man first of all, I'm, I'm a spot the same way I'm with Kendrick with rap. I'm with Spider Man with Marvel. So that Spider Man, okay. you five. can't tell me nothing yeah, wrong about Spider Man. But uh, that was like one of the best Marvel movies in my opinion. So. Yeah. Um, but like some of the shows, you know, like the Captain America, the you know, some had, of those, some uh, of those shows is in. They had a Hawkeye show. Yeah, you Hawkeye. Yeah. What about the Moon Knight show? You watched that one? Moon Knight, the last two episodes is good. I ain't even finished the first couple. The first, I was like, bro, this I watched shit. the first three episodes. I got I, so since you said the last two was good, I gotta watch it. Then. The last two were good, yeah. but the, before that, I was like, bro, I'm probably I ain't even gonna finish the season. Oh, this nigga yeah. Stan is a nerd. Yes, I one thousand. I'm, I'm with him though, cause like, yeah. bro, this this shit we grew up on. This our generation type shit. I'm a nerd too, but yeah. Stan, he wanted people I, that I, got me beat. I, I tell you, I tell you, shit to the next level when oh, it comes to everything, music, shows, bro, everything. My nigga TJ. He got a cousin. He stayed uh, at the battery. You know where the battery is, right? Mm-hmm. Bro, you got to come up there, bro. He got a cousin that got you beat. Oh, yeah? I promise you he got you beat. In, in what regard? In, in everything. It don't matter. Anime, Marvel, I don't know about everything. gaming. I don't know about I gaming. Promise he might not you, have bro. This nigga got you beat. This nigga got fucking cases in his apartment oh, of okay. like suits and characters and all kind of shit. Like yeah, this nigga goes, this nigga goes soon. to Comic Con. Yes, okay. bro. Nah, he got. He does. Level. He dresses yeah, up. Cool. Like I'm yeah. gonna start doing that shit though, bro. Because you know what? It be kind. You uh, you ever seen RDC World? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my, I, I, that's my guys. That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm like, bro. One day I'm gonna go to that con, bro. Because I gotta support shit like that. Because you know. It be niggas like Slim that be hating on niggas. You talking about the niggas that be like, yeah, the dicky, yeah, with the blinky, yeah, no, the Power Rangers uh, shit? That's uh, that's the other nigga. They be doing King the, Baby. like, the LeBron in the locker yeah, room. After yeah, that's the same the niggas. The, the shit, the shit your son be dancing to. That, but that was, that was King Vader in them. That's, that's another oh, nigga. That's oh, another yeah, YouTuber. yeah, 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 yeah. That's another YouTuber. Okay, but, the goddamn, the, the weird looking nigga. Yeah, okay. but at the end of the day. With a funny shaped head. Yeah, but at yeah. the end of the day, I feel like I gotta support that type shit because... I ain't grew up with that type shit. Mm-hmm. And every nigga was hiding that they watched anime when I grew up. Or they was hiding that they read comics or play video games. You know, type shit like that. And I feel like they really pushing that shit to the forefront. Because really, we was all into that shit. We just oh, acted yeah, like was, we wasn't. I was fucking with the comics growing up. But that y'all niggas just took it to the next level in high school. Nah, we just talked about this shit in public. That's all. You think that's what it was? That's you really all it was. The comics and stuff, I didn't really actually get back into that stuff until after. Yeah. In high school, I was trying to be a cool nigga, so I wasn't really fancy. <laughs> yeah, 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 really. That's something weird, too, when when we was trying to be cool niggas. Mm-hmm. That shit lame as hell. That's lamer than being lame, trying to be cool <laughs> niggas. I actually agree. I agree. Yeah. Like, nowadays, it's like, I just I just told my nigga, I, I got a friend, he told me never say his name on my pod, but his name is Benny Hanna. <laughs> and he's a, he's, a, he's a cool nigga. You know what I'm saying? He's a street rapper. You know, he does all the cool shit. And I told him, I kept it a butt with him because he think I'm a lame-ass old nigga and be talking about hoes that I fucked before like they just the best bitches in the world. And I had to tell him, hey, boy, I been you. <laughs> like, I fucked them stupid-ass hoes before. Yeah. Like, I used to post my little gun. But can you remember when I used to get, I used to get my new little gun? I couldn't yeah. wait to show y'all niggas <laughs> I got my new little gun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I been that nigga. I been the nigga. I just put some goddamn foes on my car and can't wait to pull up to the club. Mm-hmm. Like, I already did that stupid ass shit. And you know what it brought? A whole bunch of hate, 
whole bunch of niggas want to kill me, whole mm-hmm. bunch of dumb ass shit, nigga. And I'm not acting like I'm no street nigga because I'm not a street nigga. Right. But that's just what it is. That's what come with that shit. So I don't know why niggas be wanting to be the cool nigga. Like, trying to be the cool nigga is lame. The cool nigga is the nigga that take care of his family. Agreed. The nigga that do what he's supposed to do to survive. That shit is cool as fuck to me. Yeah. Ain't nothing more cool than me seeing a nigga who got his shit together, know who he want to be, know where he want to go. Ain't nothing more cool than that. Yeah. The nigga who got the new J's and just hit a fresh ass scam and just took a trip to Houston and fucked three bitches with, with five niggas, yeah. that nigga's not cool to me. That shit lame. Like, bro, I'm at the age now where I don't want to see another dick when I fuck. Yeah. Trains is weird. Yeah, I don't want to see that shit no Trans more. Like, weird, no. Come on, bro. How y'all feel about that? Uh... <laughs> oh, never mind. We ain't got to do that. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in closing, fuck them light-skinned niggas. They got another ring on their own. Oh, yeah. So they got two rings now. I did, hey, but I did. you got it now. So now we in the conversation of Brown versus Curry. Who era was it? Era not was a conversation. It? Uh, not a conversation. It's definitely a conversation now. I'm not like, a conversation. I don't like them conversations. It's definitely a conversation now. It's de- LeBron. I know you. I know. I know. We all team LeBron, but it's definitely a conversation now. It wasn't before. It wasn't before. It was either Bron or Jordan. Now it's like Bron or Curry. You know that question you asked me about rap? What you ask, mean? ask me that about hip hop. What you mean about the mix niggas? Ask, oh. ask me that about basketball. Man, Steph Curry ain't mixed. He black. Ask, ask me that same question. What? About the uh about the mixed niggas in uh in the NBA. Ask me that question. I don't even know what I asked you. Do we respect mixed niggas? You said in hip hop. Oh yeah. Ask me about it in the NBA. Do you respect Go ahead. do you respect mixed niggas in NBA? I'm glad you fucking asked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I fucking hate ugly ass mixed niggas. If you a mixed nigga, I want you to be a be a good looking man like Jason Tatum. Yeah. Steph Curry and Klay Thompson is ugly ass mixed niggas. <laughs> this nigga Klay Thompson got the baptist fro I ever seen in my life with a fucking headband wrapped around that bitch. And Steph Curry just an ugly ass nigga like Stan, you grew up the nigga with the good eyes, right? The nigga with the good eyes always the nigga that got the hose. Yeah. Like you got the hose, right? Alright, nigga with the good eyes got the hoes. Yeah. Steph Curry got the good eyes and he ugly as fuck. <laughs> like this nigga got the peasy ass head like the red. He just ugly, bruh. Like Man. facial hair, bap. Like, bruh, I'm mad that these niggas is hitting three pointers, bruh. That nigga, you cannot deny that nigga shooting ability. Yeah, yeah I mean, he be in the, y'all stop trying to hype these ugly ass niggas up. Bruh, <laughs> these niggas is hitting the three pointers, bruh. These niggas ugly as fuck, bruh. That nigga's nah. not a human being, bro. Like the way, ah, y'all hating this nigga. You really? No, nah, I'm just the saying you really nigga, gotta give him props. Like, like just if you study the art of what he does, bro. Like, like the fact that he's able to, I don't know. I guess my brain just works different when I look at the way people do things and they respect the fields. And when I look at him, it's almost like the way he calculates on how he's on, what distance he's gonna shoot from, how mm-hmm. fast it takes him to shoot it. And uh-huh. the percentage that he's able to make it from those different different ways of considering considering where he gonna sue from, it's I've never seen anything like it before, bro. Like for real. Like if you guarding this man, you have to be on him like skin to skin the whole uh-huh. time. 
Because all it take him a half a second to get the damn shot up, and he going to fucking nothing but nest that motherfucker, bro. Hey, I can't let y'all hype this guy that Beppe had makes nigga Sam, bro. No, bro. He really question, is. Question, question, question. He's really that, question. bro. Four so, with in, these bro. niggas, with these niggas winning another ring, where does this put KD's legacy? KD looking kind of shaky, man. Shady I don't go. I ain't gonna lie. Shaky, KD, KD was, at one point was my favorite player in the league, and then I started realizing like his only two rings is with niggas that got fouled. Yeah. It, KD shit looking kind of shaky. I'm, I ain't gonna hold. K, I and I like, like KD too, but KD got the same shit I got. He's just very spiteful, and he. Um, I see a lot of like he listens too much to what people say. And he he could have been he could have been the goat, but he listens too much. There to was a point in time in KD's career where he yeah. would have been considered the best player in the NBA. That's what I'm saying. He Potential did. wise, size wise, yeah. that's um, a take. Yeah, yeah. Because no, LeBron a, always been the greatest. I that's agree. A take. I, I agree. It's, but there was, there was, there was years. Late, but there were definitely years when they where got there was swept like, by Golden State. That was the year that everybody was like, uh, they didn't get swept, but they was up four one. Yeah, it was a three one. Oh, you talking about the Warriors I, and um? Yeah, I've never personally put back. him over LeBron. LeBron has he has a size advantage over him, mm-hmm. and I feel like honestly, athleticism. Of, uh, but what KD did have, his shooting ability for their respective size, yeah, was kind of it, it was kind of unseen, mm-hmm. especially at that time when KD really got into the league and when he was really scoring the way he was scoring. Mm-hmm. Maybe Carmelo probably is another person you can compare to that. Mm-hmm. But even then, you know, it wasn't as consistent. Hey, that boy want to ring bad, don't he? Just like Big King, girl. <laughs> yeah, that's... I'm joking. Yeah. Can't nah, be my dog, it, man. Unfortunately, that was a bad, bad joke. <laughs> but, but nah, like, and, and, you know, being able to create his own shot and stuff like that. But I think ultimately he does play into too much of the what people are saying about mm-hmm. him and stuff. And he kind of created this villain role for himself. And it don't really work that well for him, to be honest. I I know Westbrook is kind of in the same category. My new player to watch is Jason Tatum. I love Jason Tatum. Yeah, that's like my favorite player in the league. How y'all feel about the nickname The Butler? That shit head ass. (laughs) I prefer Slim Reaper. (laughs) Nope, The Butler. Ain't that what he said he'd call himself? Yeah. The Butler? Yeah. I like LeBron, though. I like LeBron. Like, <laughs> Niggas dismissed that Butler shit. Yeah, I'm cool on that. Cool. <laughs> I don't like when niggas get they self nicknames anyway. That's why I be jobbing on boss. I'm like, who the fuck called you boss? <laughs> like, if you really think about it, because we we've literally grown up with this nigga LeBron, like watching him in NBA. And if you like, just go look at like a highlight tape. Finals LeBron, eight years straight, nigga. LeBron has done some amazing shit in the NBA, bro. It's like they forgot though. They do, and that's why I say you got. Sometimes you got to kind of go back and look at highlights, like the highlight year, reels and shit, because people year, do forget. Yeah, every year we was like, all right, who LeBron playing this year? That's how it was every year. But you remember when he was taking on like like uh, the Celtics big three? He was dunking on KZ and them and shit. Mm-hmm. Like he was going fucking crazy. He was young as shit then. Everybody yeah. said that Jason Tatum's final this year looked like LeBron's first finals. Oh yeah, it did. That's actually a pretty good take. Yeah, it definitely did. I'm not mad at that take. Because I was mad at JT because he ain't really did. He ain't really do nothing. Like, if he was on point, they might have won. But, like, yeah, I ain't think he that got... that game six performance was disgusting. Yeah. I ain't think he got into his head that click, that switch ain't flipped on to, like, I got to take this shit over. 
The he crazy thing is, I yeah. actually had Golden State in six, but then as I was watching the series, I was like, dog, Celtics got a good chance of winning this shit. I was the like, Celtics was a better team. Yeah. Yeah. And I was and even team. then I still said go I said go to Satan Six. But I was like honestly after watching, I was like, dog, they match up much better than Golden State dudes. You know what Golden State remind me of? They remind me of the pickup team in the gym that has already been winning. Yeah. And they catch the steam and a better team come on court and they win because they already got the steam. Mm-hmm. That's what the Warriors. They're not really an answer for that. You know, you know they, you know they're definitely beatable, but who's gonna beat them? Yeah, you know that type shit. Because there's been times I done been in the gym playing a pickup game, and I seen a team like, oh, these niggas when they got the stars, Mm -hmm. and the team that was already on whooped their ass because it's like they already start gelling. Mm -hmm. They already got it. That's a fact. The Warriors just picked up the steam and they gelled and they just got it done. Last time Boston been to the finals. It's been long, in long as time. 2009? Yeah. Yeah. 2008, 2009? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't make the Easter Conference it's been a, minute, a few bro. times, but that's it. Because this was the Celtics. So it's been like, like you said, it's like the, the analogy of the pickup squad that's been on the court for six games already. Yeah, you know, Y'all ready for football season? This shit going to be weird. Why? Devontae Adams at the Raiders. Like, so many trades. Fucking Tyreek Hill. I forgot with about Dolphins all that. I forgot about all that. It's too many trades. Uh, fucking Russell Russell Wilson with the fucking Broncos. Like Deshaun Watson of the Browns. Yeah, this shit all gonna be. It's just gonna be weird everywhere. It's gonna be weird everywhere. You playing fantasy football? Definitely. Hit me up. Okay. They asking already in the group chat who playing oh, in the season. It. Well, it's about yeah. to be July. You want me so. to keep you in the same leagues? I had you in. Yeah, you already know. I'm be How do y'all keep up with that when y'all do multiple leagues? Like, is it? Uh, that seems like, like a lot. I don't do more than two. Okay. It's two. funny. It's funny you ask that. This is what I do. So if I know he's in a league with me, and it, like if we have just so happened last year we had back to back picks, I hold my pick so all his picks at the same time. Hmm. <laughs> I'll be in that bitch. <laughs> 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 It, but it's Last like if you got, year if you got vastly I got third different in teams leagues. in both seasons, it's like that's a lot to keep up with. It seems like yeah, but you know I'm a nerd, so like I got okay. an iMac, I got a MacBook, I got an iPad, I got I used to have two cell phones, but now I got one cell phone. So like, cause I be in like eight leagues at a time. So like man, if insane. the if the drafts at the same time, I just you know do what it do. That's crazy, man. But I wake up every morning. I do that. That's what I like to wake up every morning to do. Okay. Not the news. That I love fantasy football. Football keeps me in a great headspace. I be excited. But you know that's entertainment. You can't like just do that all the time. Yeah, but, yeah. But you got to find. I mean, that's what life is about: is finding the balances of the stuff that you enjoy. So yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Um. Did you win a league last year? No, I came in third in both. Okay. Yeah, my nigga, big king. I don't be playing, bro. Honestly, I've never finished lower than like fifth in a league. I know we on the sports take. Before you, we started. There was a topic that you said you wanted to uh, ask about. Who was about to get into it when we started, and I think we kind of didn't get into it. I can't remember what it was. Do y'all remember what it was? Nah, I hit on everything mm-hmm. I was gonna talk about. See, bro, I'm weird, bro. Like I hit on shit and got down on like a underlining shit. Okay, I'm a weird. I probably hit I, on it I can't already. Remember. We might have we might have talked about it. It probably I, I was the act shit. That. It probably was the act shit because I was no, trying to talk about that. Yeah, I was trying to throw that shit in there the whole time, 
But I start talking about something else before the action. I talk about the action later. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I be doing weird shit like that. Yeah. Only other thing I had was Big King keep wearing these fisherman hats, but that's all I had. You my, my uh, trucker hat? Yeah. That's the fisherman shit, ain't it? Cabela? Yeah, that's the shit with the big ass fish? Nah, that's Bass Pro Shop. I have oh. Yeah. So what's that shit? Cabela's. They own by the same company, though. Yeah. You bet. Just outdoor shit, you know? You're <laughs> not an outdoor nigga. I am an outdoor nigga. I'm outside. Nigga got that little ass backyard. He swear he an outdoor nigga. I'm an outdoor nigga. I'm going hunting in uh, November. Y'all follow me. I'm a Bruh. video of that shit too. <laughs> hey, but it's funny though. When I be at Big King Crib, all my goddamn, you know, all my lame friends be FaceTiming me. And they be like, man, why all the fucking birds chirping and shit? <laughs> and that nigga Big King be like, you live in the trenches. <laughs> 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 that shit be head ass. <laughs> But yeah, man, we appreciate y'all for listening. This was a long-ass podcast, three hours and 22 minutes. Uh, I ain't going to lie. I got to go shoot a proposal. I got to find a way to do this shit on the low, put some regular clothes on. Yeah, somebody's about to propose to their wife. They booked me to uh, get a little video recordings, take some pictures. I done did it before, but I don't know how I'm going to do this one because it's like a party. But I got to come in and pretend like, you know, I don't have cameras, but I'm going to have blue with me. So this is going to be hard. Okay. Good luck. Yeah, I'm going to try to put some normal clothes on. So they can't tell, like, that nigga's a photographer. Even though I look crazy. But that's all we got for this week. Stan, appreciate you for coming, bro. Appreciate I know you it was a long-ass no drive. Yeah, no problem, man. And that's all we got for this week. We out, man.